It's the Fully Loaded Podcast. Talking entertainment, lifestyles, relationships, and whatever the hell else comes to mind. They're just two bald brothers with a bottle of brown liquor. It's Focus JRJ. Hello. It's Malcolm. Hello. It's the Fully Loaded Podcast. Put the fucking mic on. Hello. Vibe there, huh? Oh, uh, yes. A vibe? A vibe. A vibe. What's good? What's popping? What's Welcome cracking? Welcome to Wakanda, bitch! All that good shit was gravy. Yes! Focus JRJ. Joined by Hey Malcolm. What's happening, y'all? It's your favorite two brown ball brothers. Oh, oh my God. I am so excited. What's good, This has man? just been a great black ass weekend. How's your black ass doing? I can't even just talk about oh, God. the weekend. Oh, yeah. I just want to say the entire month has been overall. It's been a pretty good Black History Month. I can't complain. Inspiring fucking, like, month. Like, I, I, I'm not even to sound like fake black or anything. Like, this shit's been, like, overwhelmingly, like, fun. Like, it's been a fun-ass it's month. Fun. <laughs> like, it's been lit. I can't complain. Yeah, things were going really good until about six hours ago, which <laughs> with another black, but we'll get back to her. But prior to this morning. Everything's been good. We everything had, is amazing. We had no quarrels. Shout out to all of our black people on their best behavior, staying out of the... You know, no no right? bullshit. Yo, God's blessing, because I was nervous. I didn't hear about one casualty, not one shooter at a Black Panther screening this weekend, because a, a, a nigga was nervous. I was like, okay, y'all. It's a factual. I know a lot of white people know we're going to be in this room together, and they might want to do some damage in here. And I was, I was shook. I was a little nervous, but... <laughs> we was good. A shooter knows how to end the party. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm not doing that with y'all today. But anyway. Um, Listen, we're going to fucking bang these spears, and we're going to take you down. Shout out to everybody. Happy um, happy February. Happy Black History yes. Month once Today's again. 220. Look at that. 220. That seems like something special. Um, For all of you guys, we're, we're recording live. This shit's ready to go. As soon as we're done, done with it, it's going up. Oh, yeah. There's no bullshit for y'all. Um, oh, it's actually today's 219, so never mind. Tomorrow's 220, so tomorrow will be something special for so, you. <laughs> once again, happy Black History Month. Um, You know, February has been like a, a glorious month for me personally. Come as on, glorious. That's glorious. a good gospel word. Glorious. glorious. Glorious and inspiring. Glorious always reminds me of Jesus. Like, this is a <laughs> glorious day. No, it's just like a lot of shit around, you know, especially I, I, I want to... Um, address it from a standpoint you know as you get older you start to realize things from more more of a common intellectual place like mm-hmm. you know just just soaking it all in and you just putting it piecing all the things together so yeah. I, that's why it's been great for me and um with with that being said i think we had i don't know i feel like as a community it's just like as just like as a not even as a, i hate using the word cu- culture but as a people yeah <laughs> I feel like there's been a lot of content that's been put out this month, and it's just been like, yo, we need to celebrate that shit. Like, why not? But I, I'm not going to hold you, but the yeah. Eagles definitely did win the Super Bowl. Yes, congratulations, as we left off the last I'm episode. I'm not going to hold y'all, niggas. 
I'm I'm excited. I was excited. I, I know I knew you were. Because I knew you were. You know I thought what? about you as soon as I saw the final score. I said, okay. And let me let me tell you, I wasn't being fake because I I withheld my my boycott the entire season as long as I could. Yeah. Until your fucking team, you've yeah. been rooting for you. <laughs> I mean, I get it. You're, you're, I get it. Like, come on. That's we, like me boycotting the Grammys. But as soon as you tell me Beyonce's performing, guess who the fuck is turning on the Grammys? I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll be here. I think it, it is no. <laughs> yeah, Beyonce's good, but Beyonce's always a winner. We need to talk about somebody like this. Always been the underdog. Yeah. No. Well, I'm, well, we know Beyonce's always a winner. You don't have to. <laughs> well, really not though. Not at the Grammys. But right. again, I'm talking about we, your fave just pulling right, up. Right. Right. That, that I get. It was just like I was like, damn, we really about to take this shit, especially when it's Tom Brady and the fucking Patriots. You just like, yeah. we need to win this shit. I saw like the last thirty seconds, or like the last, well, I saw like the last like half of the fourth quarter, but really the last thirty seconds, I was like, oh, this is and not to it not, was down to the wire. Yeah, not to gloat. Like yeah. they they earned it. They worked. Yeah, their no, they ass, worked their asses off. And shout like to true blacks. Yes, yeah. <laughs> nothing. Shout to, to the you. Patriots because they definitely gave them a run for their money. It could have went either way, but definitely. Really I think it's something that we need, especially with Meek going to jail. And, you know, Philly just always being an underdog. You know, you watch Rocky and all these, like, and you watch Creed and all these other Then you movies. watch Fresh Prince. Yeah, you watch Fresh Prince. <laughs> like, oh, damn. They always give Philly such a bad, like, dark cloud yeah, over then you it. watch Meek Mill's Instagram stories. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is this is scary. <laughs> yeah, and then you hear about Beanie Siegel. You're like, this right? shit is really the Maybe this is the, this is the slums. <laughs> no, but shout out to y'all. Uh, but you know what? Even though the Eagles won, the Patriots truly didn't lose, though, because the biggest loser of the Super Bowl Who was? was Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> And I should have cussed his ass out. I said at the end of last week's show, I said, I feel like Justin's going to do some fuck shit, so I should just get it out the way now. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to let Boy Rock. I like that Janet got on um, inst- uh, Instagram or whatever, Twitter, mm-hmm. early Sunday morning. Like, hi, my loves. I will not be performing at the Super Bowl tonight. Please don't turn. Don't waste your time. I'll see y'all at Essence Fest. And I was like, here for it. But you know her streams were up crazy because on... it was Janet Jackson appreciation day. <laughs> That's we're what not it was. fucking with y'all. Her streams was out of the world on out of this on, world. I don't know if it was only Spotify, but just on the web and yeah. itself, it was just the streams were phenomenal. Yeah, shout out to Matthew Cherry for making it yeah. happen. That's good. You know, shout out to her. She, and you know what, Janet, she's not, she's not in my age ba- basket. Like you know, it, <laughs> okay, here we go. Because, no, 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 because no. she's in my age bracket. So how is she not no. in yours? <laughs> Because I didn't grow up like listening to like I she's grew- in your bracket, but maybe she's maybe you're not like her demo kind of. Because I can't see you getting your life to a Mary, Janet playlist. Mary is my playlist, like- but Janet and Mary, I mean, they're not the same time. But Janet was easily like you know hmm. late eighties, early nineties, or mid mid eighties, early nineties, and then I only, Mary. What's the four one one dropped in like ninety one? So got, like two songs, like off off. I think it's the type of music that Janet makes. Yeah, Mary, Mary. <laughs> That's the way love goes. Thank you. You sound just like Michael. <laughs> That's the way love goes. Mary came up with a different kind of energy. Like, like Mary was like Mary had issues, nigga. That's well, Mary was rapping over fucking you know like hip hop beats, so I could or singing over hip hop beats. So it was just a completely different feel. Like, yeah. you could put on Tim's and listen to Mary. You can't put on Tim's and listen to That's the way love goes. Like, it's it's just not the same thing. So I get I get it. <sighs> But in any event, shout, no. But shout out to um, yeah, shout out to the Eagles. Oh, no. shout, oh is that was that what we okay. No. Anyway, all right. <laughs> Justin Timberlake, but no, definitely. Oh, fuck him. His, that was let's just say overall the performance was just like you know ah you know ah ah. And let me tell you what it is. His his Vanguard performance at the VMAs like five years ago was better than this performance, and that's disappointing. And as much as I, I know, I'm next to the next man that want to shade Justin Timberlake. I just feel like Justin. We've seen this performance already. Nothing felt new Nothing or original. Nothing felt new. It's like, he's not, Justin, with all due respect, he is a man 
he is the man within within his regard of like musical talent. And I think he's like very soulful, and he has. I don't mm, think he. I think I don't, I think, I don't think you can I fake. I don't think you can fake that. I think he's really soulful. I think you like Timberland. I think you like Pharrell. <laughs> I think you like those people, and the I feel like they. Ain't that a bitch. <laughs> I feel like they are who you like. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because Justin comes in here with his watered down Usher uh, renditions of songs, <laughs> and y'all buy that shit up on iTunes. No, but, but again, he is jazz. Y'all buy. Y'all buy. You know knock off shit all the time like you know we like a good deal y'all like a good listen we i'm like not a good deal if you go to canal street to get your louis i'm not hating on you no. i just don't want you to act like it's no, a we real lo- louis we, we like a good thing but just not for the yeah, real price you so, understand what i'm saying yeah y'all keep buying justin music and just keep supporting the knockoff it's totally fine but what i want to say is that i i want to say that he, justin in his own regard he has made exceptional achievements and whatever way you want to in sync and all these other things just being a solo artist but i just think at this time in this day and age we already seen justin do what he did for, and it wasn't necessarily important to have him on this super bowl mm-hmm. platform and i'm like again of all the other people they could have fucking had like yesterday we watched the all-star um performance yeah y'all couldn't get any rd pharrell was killing this shit oh yeah pharrell was killing it yeah. but it's just like i feel like that just goes back to management at the NFL. They always have this. It's, hot- who, it's whoever their dickheads like. Yeah, that's so exactly. fucking Tom Jonkerson, like he knows his it's kids like, and certain, his grandkids love Justin Timberlake. It's certain names in like 2018 that pop up, and you be like, hmm? you want that person? Like this year? <laughs> oh, so we're doing like a 90s tribute performance. They're like, no, he's going to do all 14 minutes. And especially is like, I don't want to bring up the Janet and, uh, t- uh, what's the name, Justin Timberlake situation? Mm-hmm. Oh, neither do I. But. I don't have to. I'm you should to. only get one performance, whether you fuck it up or you do great. I mean, they still ain't invited Missy back, so. I mean, not that they haven't invited her, but, like, Missy could headline that by herself. Puffy brought up that he performed, and I was like, he did? He did? He performed at that one, the one with the boob coming off, the the the, the, the little the thing. The he thing. sure did. I don't remember. You know what's so funny? I forget about that. You see what I mean? Yep, he sure did. Damn, I forgot about that. But that's because that whole moment like that overshadowed. We, you was know? it here we said they should have brought the bad boy tour to the fucking yeah that's right that should that's, that's what that should have really would have went down yeah. But anyway, but anyway, let's get Bruno that Mars shit. talk about next year. They should do a full um, Atlanta. I mean, hip hop Atlanta artist like Outkast. I like I like Bruno, but I think we after you got the the Grammy, you need the tone. Now we need the Tony. Oh yeah, down. just relax. We need just, to. You walking on eggshells around here. You good? You you have a Macklemore syndrome. <laughs> I was just thinking that, and I didn't want to bring it up. Take it easy. Take it easy. Take it easy. I like you. You Just take it it. easy. Yeah. You my friend's friend, so I want to like you. Do what Adele did. Just coast. I'm going to go and- Sit down. I'm going to stay in my lane. Shut up. Park the car. Do my little tour. Do what I got to do. Read that magazine, girl. That's all you got to do. All right, so can we address- the addressings of the weekend. All right, since we're in real time. Yeah, it was Friday night. Black Panther came out. Mm -hmm. Honestly, Thursday night, but- just want to give hand claps. Yes, round of applause because beautiful, beautiful, everything. Um, black people look so fucking good on screen. I, wanna, I was oh, like, God I was, damn, this don't make no sense. We look good as fuck on screen. <laughs> In all shapes and colors all and styles. All shapes and colors and sizes. I was like, sis head was bald. I was like, Ages. she's beautiful. There was that one one woman looked like Maya Angelou. She was like 90 years old. I was like, you. Yeah. First of all, Wakanda's. Uh, and she was shaking her head like somebody's oh, nana. This is like, bullshit. This bull- <laughs> Who made this tater salad? <laughs> this is bullshit. This is some nonsense. This ain't going right. down. Um, 
as Crystal said about Harriet Tubman and her Drunk History episode, Wakanda is a land full of bad bitches. Like, it's just an army of bad bitches in Wakanda. There's like, only, it is there's disgusting. Two, now there's two official, official black places for us. Zamunda and Wakanda. <laughs> and y'all niggas decide. And both on the continent. Yes. Both on the continent. Um, so, scale of 10, what do you give the movie? I'm debating right now when I want to go see it again. It's a fucking twenty. Yeah, it's a twenty. Yeah, it's, it's double. It's out of what this I, world. Like it's and you know what? The cinematography was so good. Like it just looks beautiful. Like that was the thing. You it know just what? looks so good. And in my mind, like somebody who has like taken cinematography, and you was in my classes before, but um, yeah, we've been through this stage, and you just know the process of like work. Work. <laughs> you were trying to cut up a fucking you know Instagram story. Be like, this is this taking me four hours. Like. I'm mad like imagine I, I mean just, I get like that money fucking brings out your creative yeah, creativity and yeah. like it makes everything happen but if you want to make things happen the right way with execution to precise manner that like it looks phenomenal the way that that movie was with all the aesthetics of blackness yeah. technology and just like urban culture and just the, the superhero aspect yeah. of it you're just like yo what the fuck because me personally and I said this before we even recorded. And all my friends noticed that's not my steez. Like you know, I'm not. I'm not like a comic book nerd. I oh, like. Yeah. I'm Please. such me neither. I'm, I'm <laughs> such like a realist in realism. Like I like real life shit that had like show me some cars yeah. flipping over people shooting down the block. I, I love, never enjoy Marvel right, movies. Right, nah. I'm always like, what the fuck is this y'all are doing in here? But, like as far but as this I, one, like growing up, we I'm I, I'm assuming me and you, Ninja Turtles, Superman, Batman. That's yeah. our basis. But when you put like Black Panther and like the way that they added everything to it, and we try not to give it away for you guys, but yeah, we're trying to hold out because it's been again, fucking, it is now Monday, it's four days, five days, and by the time all our listeners listen to it, it'll be like in seven, eight days. Yeah. So you guys should be because well. I don't like, <clears throat> I don't know what the fuck you were doing this weekend if you didn't see, unless you had like some dire life emergency. I don't understand how you didn't see this movie. Yo, Black Panther for, and I believe for our listeners, it was like, what are we doing for Thanksgiving weekend? Like that? No, legit. Like, like, did you not make plans? Yeah, like oh, you not nothing. <laughs> what? Okay, well I guess. I'll see you around because I don't know what to tell you. Yo, did you not celebrate? Like, because this was our moment to yeah. like really. And that's what I love about this. First of all, I just you know I just love anything that's super black. But I just love we that black people a, event. An, an event. event. We made a fucking event. Niggas out of this. dressed up to go to the movies. Like I was so first. All right, I didn't so, want to be like that person, but I kind of you gotta kind of. I was shimmy. going to, but so I was. Go ahead. So there's certain movies that you have to go see. In your hood theater. So if you live in Queens, you got to go to Jamaica. If you live in Brooklyn, you got to go to Court Street or several others. If you live in Harlem, you're definitely going to Maggie Johnson. Like, there's a couple. Like, you just know, like, okay, this movie I need to go see in a very black theater because it's going to be an experience. So I went to Maggie Johnson on 125th, and niggas was kente up and kente down. Like, like, it was just, I was like, I've never seen anything like this in my life. Like, this is truly a moment. And I'm like, damn, like. You know, people be like, oh, when I saw Titanic in theaters, like, people cried and blah, blah, blah. Like, I can't wait for, like, 20 years from now where I'm like, when, when we saw Black Panthers in theater, people dressed up and blah, blah, blah. And just, it was just so amazing. I'm just so here for it. Apparently, it's made, I think, $387 million so far. And this is of, like, oh, Sunday that, afternoon. Uh, so, who it, knows what they're making tonight at the 9 o'clock show, the 11 o'clock show, the midnight show. But shout out to Ryan Coogler, the whole cast. Just a great-ass movie. To note to that. So, I was the oddball out in my theater. And it was like maybe one or two people because... He was the only black? No, 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 no. Oh. I was the only black. But I was the only black in fucking uniform. 
Oh, you was or was not? I was. Okay. I went full black. Good. Military boots. Black, Good. Black cargo pants. As you should have. Black shirt. And I had my beret on. I was ready for my Black Panther shit. That's what I was far yeah. as I was I wasn't going to do like that the shit. Like the Black Panther. Like the Black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to do the dashiki joint. And, and I took my mom for her birthday. So this was very like special. It was like, it could go yay and nay. Because you know, mom dudes, yeah. they don't be giving a fuck at a certain age. What shit. the fuck is this movie? <laughs> and it was 3D. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Sis was jumping around in the seat like a she. <laughs> Come on, parents don't. My mom, like, she's above fifty. She really don't be knowing what like three D does. Yeah, you know what I mean, this is her first. If I'm not mistaken, now was it three D? But like the this is not her first three D movie. Three D movie overall, but this is her first three D movie of our new technology. Like she's seen three D with the when they had the fold up glasses yeah, back yeah, in the yeah. day, the paper joints. But with the new techno technology, with the things jumping yeah. out in the screen, she was like, oh. Ooh, ooh. I'm like, yo. It's all the shit with the moving seats. You really be fucked no. up. No. Like, <laughs> oh, this is go. scary. I was, she was nudging her, like, yo, shh, shh. You <laughs> <laughs> a loud ass, black ass mother. She's like, ooh, ooh. I'm like, yo, ma, chill. She's laughing and shit. It was, it was hilarious. It was a good experience. That was funny as all. Well. That is funny. <laughs> but, ma, you uh, have to be quiet. We're yeah. going to get kicked out. <laughs> Oh, but no, me. but I knew when, when I walked in, people were looking at me like, "Yo, this nigga is serious." Because I grew up. I mean, I live. Well, in, where'd you go see it at? I went in Astoria. I oh, of course. But yeah, you went to fucking Fresh Meadows and shit. You know, <laughs> I bet you if you took your ass to to Jamaica, people would have been but like, no, oh, my brother." It was like black people, and they was just looking like, "Oh shit, he came to see." It. But I was, you know, I wanted to deliver the part of which I felt was this was an event. I came yeah, to see no, this truly shit was and true to my blackness and see how we supposed to be seeing it. Yeah. Um. I will be seeing this shit again. Oh, I, maybe, absolutely. I don't know when. I just, you know, we, me and you just talked about going to see it together. Yeah. But I, I think this is one of the things where I need to see this with several people. Like, we need to make this. So I, the first time I wanted to see it in just regular, well, first, not regular. I saw it in IMAX because I was like, I need to, you know, put up some extra coins for this. So I saw it in IMAX the first time. As you should. I was was thinking about being cheap, but I was like, mm, yeah. I want the experience. All right. So I want to see it regular first and then see it in 3D because, mm -hmm. like, 3D sometimes becomes too much for me and, like, I can't get past the fact that I have the glasses on. So the whole time I'm thinking like, oh, these because I don't wear glasses ever. So I'm like, right. what the fuck are these glasses on my face? Like, it kind of creates a fourth wall. So I wanted to see it just fresh with fresh eyes and then go back and watch all that other shit. But yeah, so good. Um, one more thing about the movie, which is not really a spoiler, but I want to bring this up. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time waiting for someone to say nigga. And mm -hmm. they didn't say nigga not one time in that whole movie, which I appreciate. Like, I didn't, it's, I'm not mad about it. And you know... If you listen to this show, you know I love some nigga. Like, every five seconds, nigga, nigga, nigga. But I was low-key waiting for it just because I knew it was black people in the 21st century. Right. So I was like, okay, like, I knew it was going to be a bunch of, like, nigga drops in it. But I was expecting at least one, mainly from... Okay, well, I'm not going to say from who because I feel like that might be a little spoiler-esque. But I was just expecting it from some characters. And I was like, oh, wow, like, not one time, no. Which I respect. Like, not mad about it, just an observation. So, you know. I, I mean, I don't think, I just like the aesthetics of what they added to it. Just being from like, you uh, adding the black and the Black Panther superhero yeah. superhero aspect to it. And like you said, it it was other things that attributed to it as being black without it having to go over disrespectful. Because it wasn't overtly black. It no. wasn't like, it wasn't like a Tyler Perry production. Yeah. It wasn't like, we and, talking to the black people. Like it, it wasn't, just, yeah. it just was black. It just, it was just, they just were. It was very casual. It was just like, the life they lived. They just happened to be black people. And some of it, like the content of like, you know. Uh, fucking shit up. What'd you say? That's said black people fucking oh, shit up. It was some of the content of, you know, just uh, language was in real time of this century, which kind of yeah. like in joke, joking. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. one I'm thinking of that I don't want to say, but it's, I was it's like. two or three. But it was a few. There's a few. There's a couple. Yeah. There's a couple, but it was really good. But also, what happened to make it even more like, you know, bring it bring it to light was that 
although some people think that you can bring spoilers, I think that online Twitter helped a lot after you saw the movie already. Yes. Like, a lot of the jokes that you can see is like, you would not understand this if you had not seen oh, yeah. the movie. No, so, I purposely have not been on Twitter since, like, Friday afternoon. <laughs> because I was like, I knew, because I was going to go see it on Saturday and shit happened. But I knew, I was like, if, if I go on Twitter after, like, no, Saturday, 2 p.m., someone's going to ruin it for me. No, so I, I didn't get to see it till late Saturday. And mm-hmm. I was on it all, Twitter all night Friday. And I was just, certain things that were being said, I said... I still don't get it because I'm not tied into yeah. that world. Even you sent me, you DM me something the other day, and it was like a thread or something. And I like opened it real quick, and I was like, "Oh, this seems like spoiler ass." It wasn't spoiler ass, but but it was I like, didn't know. Yeah, exactly. so I, had to, I was like, "Let me come back to this." You know, when I'm, I haven't scrolled through my timeline in you know, seventy two hours. It's like public information, like Black Panthers. I don't know how long. I'm assuming a twenty year, twenty oh, plus year more. old storyline. Like it's in well, the my comic books. Don't know it. You don't know it, so yeah. it's not really a spoiler, but. A quick rundown of the numbers. Let's see. Opening week, you said was what? Uh, 387. All right. So earlier this morning, I had documented opening week 200 million. And the budget was- Two, 200 no, flat? No, 201 million. Okay. That was early, that was like 6 a.m. Oh, well, you you should have known. You know, yeah. I, I, yeah. 6 a.m. And that the budget to produce it was 200 million. And this is the top- Um. This is the top recruit out of all the uh, was that Marvel movies because I think was the open week Avengers made one ninety one Avengers Avengers I was why did I read that <laughs> Avengers made one ninety one and the budget was two fifty Civil War Captain America wait it made one ninety one the budget was two fifty yeah so it didn't even make his money back no you want to hear the worst honestly the honest the worst was don't say Wonder Woman Justice League oh okay. That's surprising because that has everybody in it. You would think that was three hundred million recoup. First opening week was ninety three million. Oh yeah. So then how? Okay, so you know what? I'm trying to think. I was like, so Dead, how was this Deadpool? But well, that did really well though. It, oh, Deadpool did do, did do good. Yeah, I remember that. That was a ooh, 50, 58 mil, and it um opening week was one thirty two. Okay. Not... Yeah, I'm trying to think. I was like, so, but you know what? Because even though this is Marvel and I get Wonder Woman opening week was one oh three and the budget was one fifty. Oh, okay. Yeah. But what I what I'm not forget, but what I think you should keep in mind though is it's the movie, like itself, box office numbers, and then it's all of that merch. Mm-hmm. So, because I'm like, why would they continue to produce these movies if they keep falling short on their numbers? But if you if the movie makes one hundred and three million and then you spell and then you um sell, you know, hundred million dollars in merch, which I think is pretty doable for like a Marvel movie like maybe they break even but i don't know all these comic cons and stuff like that they make their money back. yeah halloween costumes like all like all that shit whole different world the way there's podcasting and like soundcloud and rapping there's a different niche for people that follow comic books really all that stuff it ain't me and there's wrestling there's a whole bunch of niche for that shit too but um shout out to them and the ultimate shout out goes to you know uh ryan coogler who you know for all those night King. For, for those not in the know, Fruitville Station, who, oh, one which of the would, best movies of, I'm not would, gonna say ever, but would, which the reason why we're talking numbers right now is because Fruitville Station, which starred uh, Michael B. Jordan, yep. who you guys remember, which was Wallace from The Wire, you guys should know oh, that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, his budget for Fruitville Station was nine hundred thousand dollars, and it grossed sixteen million. Then he had. A forty million dollar budget for Creed, which starred Michael B. Jordan, which is a spinoff yeah. of Rocky, right. and they made the recoup was one hundred and seventy three million. And then Marvel gave him the two hundred million dollar budget, and we just gave you the numbers, which yep. was 
Almost twice that. And and that and and it's gonna do way more, obviously. Like this is just this the, is first like the three first, days. First three days. And we're not like, talking like over. It's gonna time, be in theaters yeah. for the next two weeks. Like they're going to It's gonna it's gonna yeah, it's I'm crazy. so fucking proud of them. Proud of them, happy of them. And he's so young. He's like thirty one years old, thirty two. Yeah, he's young. He's really young. They're all young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I technically I already bought two tickets. I only saw it once, but I bought two tickets. Shout out to Lupita. Um who else? Who was the young man from Get Out? Forgot. Oh, name. Daniel Kaluba. Daniel Kaluba. It was, it was yes. great. Yeah. Great cast. It was amazing. Oh, and all you colonizers need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shout out to the colonizers. The colonizers. That's that was a, a good that's line. That's an insider. That was a good line. That, I was like, okay, sis, I see you. Yo. Um, no, but all the colonizers <laughs> that are trying to ruin this weekend talking about, I went to a screen of Black Panther and they bust me in the face with a baseball bat. Like, you should be busting the fucking face, bitch. You actually Listen. should. Like, stop trying, to, stop trying to shit on Wakanda. Like, Listen, let shout, us rock. Shout out to the colonizers. Because, because when Fifty Shades of Blackness comes out or whatever other fucking shit y'all be going to see, I be letting y'all have your fucking moments. I don't care. Go see it. Go see Sex in the City 11. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care. Any- so when my shit come out, leave us the fuck alone. Anything going against the regime will be addressed as such. Will be addressed <laughs> as such. Officer, I mean colonizer. <laughs> colonizer. Give me back my ID. Right. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Ooh. Don't scare me like that, colonizer. Yo, that shit took me out. Yeah. All right, let's move on. <laughs> If you get it, you get it. No, you don't, you don't. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. You know, hold on. No, that, her character was amazing. Her character was mad funny. I was like, I like her. What are those? No, she was so good. Yeah. Let me... Uh, I don't want to ruin it. I it, you do. We, you can't, s- we can't. We can't. We can't. I'm not going to. I saw fucking Charlemagne on the beach. This, I didn't see him physically. Oh, yeah. On I saw, you right? saw that yeah. one? Was <laughs> why you were just walking by. He's like, Kyle Oh, no, not that. No, I didn't see that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so I don't, dumb, so dumb. We apologize as a as a radio person. I don't like doing inside talking. We're doing it with you. I, I don't. But listen, your ass. Listen, you <laughs> you should have saw the movie. This already. is the Super Bowl. Your ass should have you you should have been there. The uh, world was the world was watching. That was a good ass movie. It was a great. We movie. We never spent this much time on a movie. Yeah, right. Think. We never spent so no, long talking what? about something, but you know not talking about. We it. do spend a lot of time on content and movies, but nothing that was more like. Rejoicing and happy. I'm never this excited about it. We spent a lot of talk on 13th, like several times. We did, yeah. And uh, Khalif Browder. But yeah, this is something sad. totally different, like something to celebrate. It was yep. fun to watch. Yep. And whenever they make part two, my black ass will be right there and in the you, theater. And if you know me, you cut the lights off anywhere and give me food and beverage, I'm out. I'm going to sleep. Oh, word, yeah. And this movie. I was awake. <laughs> no, there was parts where I was so invested, like my heart was pounding. Where I was like, I was like, oh shit, shit what the fuck? Oh shit, oh, <laughs> oh, oh! Like it was so many emotions. No, it was good. In like a short range. I'm telling you, my mom was jumping. I was like, get the fuck yeah. off me. Yeah, it was very, it was very fun. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. All right, so um, oh, what do you want to talk about? Another movie? Another film? More films? So Chris Rock. Chris, Chris Rock. Rock let's do had it. His special Tambourine on the Netflix. It uh, dropped on Valentine's Day. Yeah. What'd you do for Valentine's Day? We took my black ass to work, make some money, and I spent on you broke ass hoes. Let me tell you something real quick about Valentine's Day. I got Valentine's things to don't, do. Don't ask me shit about love, because guess what? If you know me, it's to love me. But let me tell you also, also this. I'm not celebrating the fucking holiday, because I never need to celebrate. If you've been on your job all year round, you don't need to fucking go crazy on one day. But I understand the idea. I understand the the principle of, about it. But me personally, I know who created this shit. But... The colonizers. <laughs> I digress. You know, I'm not trying to be a fucking uh, uh, 
a party pooper, a or like part, a Grinch about a Grinch about yeah. it. But it's just, uh, yeah, I feel you. I didn't, yeah, what? No, I'm not doing shit for Valentine's Day. I'm not buying you anything. I, I don't know. even like chocolate, to be honest with you. Me neither, and I don't even really like flowers. So, like, let's just save our money. Let's just stay in the house and save our money. But in any event, Chris Rock released his special, Tambourine. What'd you think about it? I thought, all right, so. When'd you watch it? I mean, scale you watch 1 to 10. Did, um, did you watch it before I asked you to watch it? No, no, no. Oh. I was waiting for the weekend. So okay. it was, I was going to watch it anyway. <clears throat> but uh, scale of 1 to 10, I want to give it a 8.5. Okay. Now, the reason why I want to give it an 8.5 is because I enjoy when people I love grow up. So I enjoy that Chris, not Chris Rock, uh, what's the man's name? Jay-Z. I enjoy that Jay-Z's music has grown up with him, that he's still not rapping about the same things he was on Reasonable Doubt. Like, I appreciate growth in an artist. So with that in mind, I... It was just good. It was good, and I appreciated that it was still smart because I feel like a lot of comedians now are just so like punchline, 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 punchline. And Chris Rock has always been someone that will talk about current events, but which he didn't a whole lot in this one. It was more about kind of his life, but he's always been really good for finding the smart, finding the funny within the smart, which a lot of comedians can't do. So I was here for it. I thought it was really good. And he shot it in Brooklyn, so it automatically got like two points from me. I'm not a... Cr- I've watched several Chris Rock films. I haven't seen several of his stand-up uh, work. Have you ever seen Bigger and Blacker? Yes. Okay. I was like, because that's one. Of, I think that's that and Kill the Messenger, like yes, run the gamut for like yeah. top two. But he opened it up very hard. What was the opening when he was like, "Cops are just out here shooting people," and it happened oh, yeah, yeah, right yeah. after this week's events. And I oh was like, yes, right, right, right. Whoa! And I was like, okay. But it's like with timing, you can't, you can't, you can't, yeah, you can't control and, it. And unfortunately, the way America is set up right now is that if you waited for that shit, it was you not. would never be able to release it because every <laughs> every three and a half months is another story like that. So I don't mean to laugh, but yeah, you're yeah. right. <clears throat> it was very smart. You know, I was indifferent about it because I was like, "He's funny," but it was one of the smart. It, you you just alluded to something that was very important. It's not the general funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can give me some of those lifesavers. We be an extra black with you. Y'all... What you talking to brand? I was like, would you like some gummy candies? Oh shit! All right, catch it because it's open. <clears throat> oh, I got real nervous. Oh, we go, we go. Um, so you alluded, you just changed my whole mentality. This is good. Why is the conversation right now? Um, no, no, it's really good because <laughs> you said know. it's very smart. Because I was thinking when I was watching, I was like, this is funny, but some of it is just too. It's not funny, funny. You know what I mean? And almost yeah, like he's point, not going for punchlines. He's, he's just go, going for facts. He's going for facts. And it was yeah. really that you made it to the right point. He's really grown. What made me laugh was when he was talking about him. Uh, are we spoiling it again? Just, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna, probably. I'm gonna give you just one. When he said he was too old to be talking to Rihanna, Rihanna yes. was looking at him like, "What the <laughs> fuck are you doing, like old man?" <laughs> yeah, Chris Rock is 53. Mm-hmm. Like he's, I mean, he's not old. Like 53 is obviously not old, but he is. He's grown, he's matured, he's been married and divorced and has two kids and he's a black man that lives in America. Like he, you know. That's funny. Bevy recently was telling me how um, <laughs> she met Michael B. Jordan before Black Panther, I mean after Black Panther. You know, they was doing all their tours and stuff. Yeah. And it was very, very much so to the uh, similar uh, similarity where um, what is this? A Rihanna and Chris Rock interaction. <laughs> <laughs> I already My, know where this is going. Michael B. Jordan was like, hello, ma'am, to Bevy. <laughs> <laughs> and you know when you when you address when you address certain people as something as a certain way, it caps off yeah. their, their, no, it, it, their it ability like, where they can go. It like it really sets the tone for the conversation <laughs> yeah. and like 
the, the current state of that relationship. And Bevy says she was she was telling me those of you guys don't know I work with Bevy, so she was saying that she wasn't <laughs> trying to um you know hit on him, but yeah. he was he probably gets it so much that he was just laying it like yeah, hey auntie, you hello man, hello man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you you it, it was really smart and grown up of him, and I liked it because you know what, a real um. Well, one of the parts I did like, uh, well, just through and through over it, was that he was being very vulnerable about himself. And you know I what? I think that's very important with a lot of the content that we get because we listen to music and a lot of it, you know, we we starting to find out are uh, masqueraded with bullshit and covered over with gravy. That's not necessarily true of what's under the meat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when you get to see something who's like, you can't, you can't, you can lie on stage a little bit, but. When people know that it's public fact of your story out in the news, like in the headlines, like you have to address certain shit. Because what's in the dark will come to light. So, right. I mean, I mean, we already like kind of know. Which is why, which is also really so it's smart. like it makes no point to lie or even gaze over it because we know. What's what's Chris Rock? Not Chris Rock. What's Kevin Hart's tour that he's on right now? It's called. Oh, um, I have no. I can't keep up. Oh fuck. Anyway, fuck. Is the name relevant to the the story? Yeah. Oh okay. Oh shit. Give I will look that up. I'll do a little filler, but. I watched with my best friend, and she said the same thing. She was like, <clears throat> excuse me, unlike, what's that man's name? Dave Chappelle. She said she felt like Chris Rock was really vulnerable, which is where Dave kind of, like, fell short on his last stand-up. Because to get on stage and talk about, like, other people's shit is one thing. When you get on stage and really, like, are so open with your life and your divorce, like, it, that takes courage. And a lot of people can't do that. Thank you for holding it down, Malcolm. You're welcome. So, as I was on Did the- Did it feel like a filler? It was really good. I, I'm I'm a, I'm a low-key professional. I've been doing this for a while. You know, we do this long enough. We might get a check. I yeah, don't know. I, I, I know how to stall without stalling. But anyway, so this all ties in together. So with being vulnerable, we all know that, you know, with comedy, certain people, or just being a comedian, or I shouldn't even say comedian, just being a public figure. You're certain things happen in your life, and you're out in the public. So- if all of you guys remember what happened at the Eagles game with Kevin Hart being denied at security, <laughs> yes. can't get on the stage. Did all this was being filmed? There's a video of him up in the um, skybox of him getting drunk, like pissy drunk. I'm sure. And they're counting how many drinks he's doing. But this will all end up being promo video for his tour called the Irres- uh. Irresponsible Tour, which ties in with his whole sh- cheating thing. There you his- go. Listen, if you can't flip your situation. And make it bankable. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Because unless some shit happen to me, like that becomes like some somehow I don't know how, but it's like some worldwide information. Guess who the fuck is not saying anything until I get back on this podcast right here? You know, both of us, we've had our moments where we've got we opened up a little bit. Just, oh yeah, just story. but not no like scandalous shit. Like yeah. there's no shit where like we've been on all over TMZ and it's like oh. We need a we need a quote for this. Not yet, but I mean, thank God we keep yeah, it up. Well, hopefully not ever. <laughs> like. I'm Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, you, what the fuck was that? You can reach it with your long fucking grasshopper hand. Anyway, um, um, shout out to uh, the beverages of uh, no alcohol and lifesaver gummies. Yeah, these are my leftover snacks from the movies. Right. I just came from the movies. We have a movie time with you guys. Like we just was all filmed out, <laughs> right? Um, what else is it? All right, let's move on. So speaking of movies, so today on the internet, oh here we go, Black China. <laughs> you know we. <laughs> No, fuck Black China. You know what? This week in Black Cinema, that's the name of the episode. Let me, let me tell you something. Because, and like I said about this month, I've been very happy for our people. We've had a lot of things to celebrate. There's been good news. People have been doing new numbers and new shit. And I'm all about doing new shit. Congratulate these people while they're here and let them do what they do. But don't 
put us in no fuckery category. We we have the colonizers doing a great job this week of doing all the as work. As always. As always, do, fucking it up. Don't fuck it up for us. This, we only got 28 days. Please don't help us help the situation. Try now, this shit next year when we get a leap year. <laughs> oh, shit, the year after. Not even next year. We got to wait till 2020. Now, go ahead with your Black China nonsense. So, <laughs> now say what the fuck you got to say. All right, so, today, Black China popped up, or sh- barely popped up. <laughs> The way she was laying down, but <laughs> a video of Black China popped up on the, uh, the internet of her delivering or their lack of fellatio to a gentleman who was not Tiger or Rob Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> my mom was gonna say something, but I held it down. Mm-hmm. So she was giving fellatio to a very chocolate penis, mm-hmm. which again, like I said, is not Tiger or Rob Kardashian. But in any event, um. China is now mad and she wants to get all her lawyers involved and this is revenge porn and she calling the cops and all these other things. But if you haven't seen the video, I suggest you go look at it because this is show research and I feel like if you want to be a part of this conversation, you need to do the research of the show. So, And I'm not tweeting the link out, so I'm not... Hell no, you better get your Google searches on. You better look through Twitter. Let me tell you what's real corny about this shit. First off, it's corny on both ends and I think at a certain age you get tired of doing dumb shit. And at a certain time, you know what? I got tired of asking girl for nudes because you know what? I don't need your fucking shit in my phone. And I stopped that shit a long, long time ago. I think it was like beginning of college. Like, what the fuck? Beginning of college. Like, I don't want your fucking nudes. Like, what am I going to do with this shit? Like, if you send them, that's cute. I mean, but other than than that, real time, my nigga, what am I going to do with this? Now, I will FaceTime you and be like, you know, drop the drawers. But... (laughs) But my thing, it's so corny. Like, what? Do, I don't get, first of all, I never got anything out of people leaking this shit, or I never got anything out of just having it. Like, because at some point, you know what ends up having, it would ends up happening if you having that stuff. What? This happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you I don't lose get your pe- phone. Yeah. Or, you know how many times I've, this is real funny because Instagram is real dangerous with this shit. I screenshot things sometimes just to, for okay. notes. Okay. And you then, go where I'm going. And then you accidentally, like, open up the app and you, like, you bought the, Shuffle, uh, shuffle your phone in your pocket, or you shuffling out, and you already there. Like, whoa! Yeah. I almost posted some wild, sh- and it's just that sometimes it's not even something wild. It's just something that doesn't. You don't want on your timeline. It doesn't look good on your timeline. Like, what the fuck do I need? Like, I don't know, a joke or a meme. These that, messy screenshots. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Like, yeah, what the fuck do I need that on? But and just you know, you know what you're doing. Don't get fucking mad at something that you knew you you. Yeah. You knew now, I will you say knew this. which okay. hotel you was laying in First, like, in that position. Yeah, let's take it from the top. Cause she was topping. So Or the bottom, because she was laying down. The laziest head <laughs> I've ever seen in my fucking life. Just get up. I said, get What the fuck what up. is this? The what up. the fuck is this? Like why first of all, don't waste my time like that. And don't waste your time. Like we have things to do in life. It is Black History Month. Black Panther just came out Friday. I could go see. I could. I could be at the movies right now. Like, do not waste my time with this loose jaw. A. Not even. Not even. Yeah. Like, I don't understand it. I will say, low key in Black China's defense, that she did look very drunk or inebriated or drugged or something. Like, she looked. She didn't look present in that moment. But again, neither here or there. Now, what did we talk about a couple of weeks ago? What? The OKO routine. Right. This was not worthy of the OKO. Uh I feel like if you... Okay, A, to give head... To give head and not have it toe curling is a waste of head. Because why... Again, like, why are you wasting my time? Now, and look at me being real flip-floppy. Watch how I'm about to flip this whole situation. Now, I almost get China's, you know, technique. 
because all of all of the the enjoyment of head is in the head like oh okay that was that wasn't a pun i literally meant like the the, the head of like the dick head literally okay right. but because i feel like when when guys be like i feel okay this is me trying to walk on eggshells and i feel like i should just say i'm just gonna sit here <laughs> y'all, niggas, y'all niggas ever watch a house catch on fire <laughs> y'all ever see your neighbor's house catch on fire and, and you just standing outside like what? I told bust. that bitch unplug the hot the hot plate, but she don't listen. These niggas gonna bust all these windows out. All right, boom. I'm just gonna <laughs> say it. So when it, when a guy's getting head and he wants to grow the deep throat, I feel like there's nothing special about the feeling of being deep throat. I think it's just the illusion of like, oh look, this thing disappeared and it reemerged again. I don't think there's anything feeling wise that is different from making it disappear and making it not let me tell you what's happening go ahead i know exactly what's happening here. no that that was just my point so like her technique itself of just only giving attention to like the top three inches wasn't bad me, it was just the fact of it was just very lazy i'm gonna tell you why she wasn't going in she wasn't going in one because the camera was rolling no nah, i don't think so i don't think that would have stopped her first of all that would make me perform even harder let me tell you he wasn't even like in control of the situation because he was too focused on recording. Well, let's, it's very hard to Everybody, direct and act at the same time. We all can't be Tyler Perry now. Leave your fucking phones at the door. <laughs> Don't be recording me, leave man. Leave your phones at the door, honestly. I, I just, I feel indifferent about it. I'm not indifferent. I feel direct about it. Like, yo, sex sex is something that you don't need cameras for. You don't need cameras You for. don't. Unless you're really trying to like, you know what's gonna happen. Unless re- you've been married for like twenty years, and you just want to like see your technique, and then even at the, at that point, it's been twenty years. Like when I wa- give a fuck about the technique. Just watching this shit and just watching my Instagram feed. Sometimes I was like, you know, what? in stories, there's a lot of shit that go on Instagram stories, and I was thinking there's gonna oh, be a lot of that. upset children when they grow up because oh yeah, because all your mamas and daddies <laughs> on the internet giving head. Everybody's giving <laughs> head on the internet. I was like, what the fuck, ma? Why you got a leotard on? What the fuck is you doing? How do you think you got here? I think I met your father and his leotard. <laughs> I digress. I'm not shaming. I'm just saying. I'm just... not shaming at all. Why well, I am shaming? I'm shaming whackhead. That shit is it's corny to me. And I'm, I'm saying the same thing for a man as I would for a woman. If a nigga was I'm... down in a woman's box and he wasn't doing the do and he was just over there just, you know, playing with fingers and shit. No, if you're going to if you're going to give somebody head, then give head. Don't be lazy. I'm only it's 2018. Say, I'm only going to say this. If she knew it was recording, she should have let the nigga record it into her phone. Because once you let some, that person walk away, yeah, I mean, I don't you kind of gave them free fucking. Not, I mean, you didn't, but I mean, at the same time, you did you do not see that. Yeah. And the video doesn't look old. It doesn't look like Black China from like 10 years ago. Like, this is a very recent. It's like glowed up, like glowed up. Like, I yeah, got this it. is a recent Black China. Like money in the bank. Shawty, what you drank? <laughs> not this nut. Whatever. But in any event. But anyway. This is no whackhead 2018. And you know what? This all ties in back to Quincy Jones who told you how niggas are doing. Doesn't really. <laughs> is that what this comes back to? Quincy tried to warn y'all. He told you y'all always janky and fucking but, around. Right? That's why you got 28 girlfriends. Maybe Black China is not the head girlfriend. Maybe she's the anal. Maybe she's the listener. Maybe she's the motorboat. Maybe, maybe she's, you know, she's just a friend, you know? Yo. It's funny that last episode we was talking about Quincy Jones and we was just like tiptoeing and then like 
two days later. you tried to make me feel like I was crazy. You was like, you're so obsessed with this story. I was like, there's something about this nigga (laughs) that needs to be addressed. And literally, 48 hours later, he was like, the Beatles suck, Richard Pryor got (laughs) hair from Marlon Brando, and fuck Michael Jackson with his fake uh, vitiligo. And I dated Ivanka Trump. And I dated Ivanka Trump. He went on like a- Great legs, terrible dad. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) He went on like a total press tour. It was like telling all the secrets, and everybody was trying to get like, where can I get Quincy Jones? Because I want to see what else he got to tell. Right. And Quincy old ass was saying, I don't mean to tell you, but since you asked, right. listen, here's this. Oh, because no no person on this planet gossips more <laughs> than old black men. Nobody. I just think it's old people in general. You think no, it's old black men? I think it's old black men. No, it was funny. But given I'm not, I don't really chill with old white men anymore, so I don't really know how to get down. <laughs> but the old niggas I know, the ones that be sitting outside, you know, the bench in right. the projects all day, yeah. oh yeah, will know everybody's business. Right, that's right. Like you know, she fucking, you know, I came from the bodega for Lucy's. <laughs> well, how the fuck you know? They know everything. They do. Old men do. Everything. They, they sit in bunches. They sit like, it's bad weird because where, where, where I grew up, there was like old men that would sit in the car all day. Like a bunch of old men. Oh, the dr- car is suspect. No, they were just sitting in the car. They didn't want to sit outside, but they sit in the car and they'd be drinking booze all day. I'm like, y'all drinking this fucking nasty ass 40 malt liquors? And they just got Have you ever had a 40? Yes. I've never had a 40. Several. Look, I'm going to bring a 40 one day. We should have a 40. I'm Next episode, can we have 40? Day. Can we wait till it gets warm outside? I feel like that's real, like warm weather behavior. I don't know. Forty is whatever, whatever weather for me. Oh, is it? Okay, all right. Forty and jerk chicken. Let's make it happen. I bring the jerk chicken. You bring the forties. All right. Well, all why right. don't I bring the jerk chicken? I, I live in Flatbush. Like, oh, you. Ooh, spicy. You not trusting me with the jerk chicken? No, I'm not. Anyway, let's get back on track. Yes. I want to say, get uh, for everybody who's not in the know, go watch, go read the interview on Vulture. Um, the article with Quincy Jones was very interesting. It was just a few things that just took me out. One, ultimately, actually two. You have two as well. Two. And I said this. I, I always stand by I always thought, I said, yo, the Beatles sound Like, the Beatles is Thank you! Like, they good. Say it again for the colonizers <laughs> in the back. They don't hear you. Like, the Beatles is good, but they yo. They do not hear you. I'm like this shit don't knock like I don't like what I, the fuck and like, y'all be acting like it do and it don't I'm like what the f- turn this shit off <laughs> and that gets me even more upset when they're like oh we gonna play the best of the 60s I'm like I'm about to hear everything from Motown right. everything from Diana Ross and Stevie Wonder and then here come fucking you know John Lennon and niggas like I don't want to hear this I was like no this shit is depressing and you, it's not terrible music but they are not it's folksy. they're not innovators to it's me it's folksy it's like yo pass me the drugs like, I'd rather I, go to a new edition concert like. It's one of those things where, like, I've never did shrooms, but I'm pretty sure I would need them to understand, <laughs> like, the, the position. Now, they used to be high out their ass. That's what... Have those you, are some high motherfuckers. Have you never seen their videos? Like, no. Why they was... would be running through, like, open fields and shit, like, no, no, I don't know. Yeah, no. It's, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> it's a no for me. So that really took me out, because I've said this before, and we said this on this podcast before, and I said... Oh, yeah, certainly. And people... I remember posting this one time. I got into a debate on Facebook. People were coming for me. How dare you? I'm like, y'all niggas is crazy. Name something that I can't name a song. Michael Jackson did more for me than the, than John Lennon. I think I can name one Beatles song. I can't even name all of them. Ringo Starr. I think there's one that's like something about love. Can you can you feel Strawberry Fields? Is that one? Is that a song or I think an that's album? a place. That's a place. <laughs> I know it's in Central Park because I walk past it. I'd be like, why the fuck is all these people out here on the ground with guitars? And I'd be like, oh, this there's is for John a, and them. There's another one, uh, Soldier. Oh, by Destiny's Child. Soldier so- is my shit. That T.I. verse is lit. So- Soldier Peppers. Listen, no, we, I don't know that. This is real. We're not bullshitting you or trying to be funny, but I'm really just trying to. Oh, I to- think I know Hey Jude. I don't. 
I feel like I've heard Hey Jude before. No, I really don't know any of these people's music. All right, can I get the what? What's the number one? Um, is this discography? No, these are albums. You want us to pull, you want to pull up something? No, you don't no. have to waste your time. No, nope, we could just even move on. I'm, oh, singles. Okay, hold on. Sorry. Um, let's do U.S. number ones. Stop. Nope. Stop. Stop. Just stop. Let's stop. Oh, I want to hold your hand. I do know that I song. I want to hold your hand. Yeah. You know why? Because that's a fucking song that gets programmed everywhere it gets yeah. programmed into radio's top 40 it gets programmed into the special playlist when they do the mall they said grant that photo they do the <laughs> like when you the grocery like the cds that they program that content for they they program you for that yeah like certain songs like you think like when it hits the top 100 they it's automatically they're gonna put it yeah in i don't rotation. know most of these songs it's like when you at the they got gro- a lot of number ones though. When but you go to a grocery know. store, when you go to a laundromat, these people, oh, yeah. these franchises, walking right through uh, Stop and Shop. Yeah, like. they buy these CDs that have these songs and new programs. And it's not because the song is banging. Like, name what's this? What's the B side? What's the what's B- the B side? What is the B side? Because I can tell you, the Jacksons had good. First of all, most of the Jacksons' if good songs are on the B side. Play it at the cookout or the baby shower. May not want it. <laughs> May not want. It did not make the cut. Yep, don't need it. Don't need it. Jay, would you like... It's a no, my nigga. No, it's going to be a no for me, actually. <laughs> Thanks so much. But yeah, so... The second one that took me out, and he was like, Michael Jackson stole the music. I was like, this okay, is true. So, this, this is, is true. This is true. <laughs> this sounds like a fact. I'm not saying Michael Jackson was stealing music. I think that he probably was possessive. And I think with any artist, it's sometimes you get into that space where it was like... You know, like, I, I get into that sometimes. When you when you stumble across an artist... Yeah. And... You be like, uh-uh. <laughs> I'm not about to share this greatness oh, yeah. for all of y'all motherfuckers. Not right now. But y'all gonna ruin it. Y'all gonna fuck it ruin up. It. Y'all gonna water them down. Coming in here, walking with your shoes on, <laughs> spilling shit on the carpet. Like, no, 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 no. This is just for me right now. You, it's like when you remember. You remember when you remember. Your, you remember when you remember. But you right. know when you know your artist before they blew up? Yes. That's kind of like what it is. Yeah. And, and I'm always happy that they've blown <laughs> when up. When they blown up. I'm always like, no, good for you. Like, I want you to get, you know, all these deals and contracts <laughs> and endorsements. But I kind of miss the days when it was just us. <laughs> it's almost like being, like, with a single parent and then, like, your parent remarrying. You're like, I don't mind my stepfather, but, like, shit was really good when it was just the three of us. You know? Like, I don't really need it to be a four of us. So that's what Michael is. When Michael, I'm, I'm assuming when he found music, he was just like, I'm not. We gonna use this shit right yeah. here. We not gonna let nobody tamper with what we got here. Not at all. So, Joe Jackson, of course, came out and said, "Well, if Michael was stealing music, you was a producer. So, if anybody's guilty, is you." So, that's also very that's true. That's also very true. Very true. <laughs> the producer, you was hitting them notes and cutting the yep. shit up. So that that was you. That was you. But that took me out, and I was just happy. You know what? I think you just what ultimately made me happy was that. that Quincy Jones, you know, some people we just don't get to hear so much from these moguls, and he was in a I don't give a fuck moment. And sometimes you let the shit fly. I feel like that's his all. That's always his moment. Really? I feel like we just don't get to hear him speak. Maybe that. That's what I'm saying. Well, in, I guess in an interview. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like he rides that. Like he's on that energy all the time. Like if you see him like two o'clock at a, on Saturday at a Target, like no matter when you see him, he's always like that. I feel like Joan Rivers was like that. Too. Joan Rivers was very much like that. <laughs> but she was a comedian, so you kind of expected okay, yeah. it. And, but yeah, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, let it fly. Uh, what else we got in? The- oh, while we talking about the what we was not degrading, but what we were stomping, <laughs> stomping out the Beatles. We must say, we must say. Give me one second to get this up. Okay. Pause. The, the <laughs> Migos tied the Beagle, uh, the Beatles for fifty-four-year-old record for the most one hundred 
uh, Hot 100 entries by a group. So they tied them. And not only did they do that, this week, and listen, be clear, y'all. I'm tired of y'all when I comment on Facebook, y'all say some dumb shit. I said no matter how you slice it, you have to give the Beatles their just the due. Migos? The Migos? The Migos. The Migos. Yeah. Their just due for making 100, uh, what was that, 1 billion streams within 20 days for Culture 2. That's impressive. And I said, that's why I said you have, no, no matter how you slice it, that you have to start it off with, like, no disrespect. I, I personally, I, I like the Amigos. You know, it's hip-hop, it's it's uh, rap, it's urban, contemporary. But at the same time, it may not be, it's not what I was, I, I'm, I'm still learning trap and all this stuff with that, yeah. son, that sonic sound of music, too. But when people come on and say, and I said, that's hip-hop, that is hip-hop. Like, us taking something and revamping it, that's hip-hop at its best. Yeah. And someone was like, that's not hip hop. I was like, nigga, didn't you just not hear what I just said? Did you? Are you not listening to me? Because I just told you what it is. I'm being hard headed. No matter how you slice it, you have to give them their just yeah. due. Like, I don't, and that's. And you know what the thing is? You know what gets me mad? Because they'll go give somebody else, the colonizer, the fucking credit. Yeah. Oh, Adele. Like, no disrespect to Adele, but yeah. like, Adele did this, this. I'm like, but you, your own nigga that off yeah. the block. He could be outside shooting, shooting niggas, but he's over here. Getting two billion, straight, yeah. you know what I mean, like, and that's like I was saying earlier about like Jay Z and Chris Rock. Like I enjoy when things grow up and or evolve. So like mm-hmm. where hip hop is at right now, is it my favorite like era of hip hop? No. no, like I this is not like when I look back at this moment in hip hop, I'm not gonna be like, oh, this was the moment that like I was very like overly in love with. But I can I can. I can respect the craft and respect that the art is growing into a new space. Because if it doesn't grow, it's just going to die. So what we're living at right now is ultimately not to sound like an old folk, but anyway, we're we're living in the we're living in the era right now where it trans trans uh, transcend, transcend transcended from that kind of like that rock b boy era into mm-hmm. like that aggressive hip hop. We're living in that. Because era- if you look at the beginning of hip hop, like hip. Like you don't want to hear that shit in 2018. Like if that shit came on power today, you'd be like, "What the fuck is this? Right? This is trash. Like what are y'all doing?" So and then when niggas when Wu Tang come, I'm bringing up the fucking ruckus. They was like, "What the fuck are y'all niggas doing?" And now it doesn't really have his moment until the moment has passed. Right. Exactly. So we'll look. So unfortunately, one day Migos will be the legends, and it'll be like, "Remember when the Migos was popping? Rap was good then." Your ass gonna be oh like see and, and the, the gentleman I'm, the person I'm talking about it was only one person that commented uh, fuck you I know shit. exactly what you're talking about yeah you shot himself you shot himself he, yeah did because I mean you can't be a wedge within the community where we're trying to uplift entirely like we're trying to lift ourselves up in so many places you can't even we can't afford to fucking knock down the next man mm-hmm. is the Migos music all of their music like like the traditional hip hop lyric no I think it's it's in a different space yeah like they're making top hit like they're making 100 hits what the top 100 top, top 100 hits yeah. i don't even know that shit we never even had it yeah <laughs> jay-z and Nas were so lyrical before they wasn't getting top 100 hits like no. making that shit they was too lyrical they was i like, think what? jay-z's first number one correct me if i'm mistaken internets but i feel like it was when he got on heartbreaker with mariah carey i think that was jay's first number one and that's because he was on a fucking pop song so of course right. it went number one so it's kind of it's kind of like that. Remember when, when you were just my artist? <laughs> Wait, what happened? Sorry, like was... the Migos. Remember when he was just our oh, artist? Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Now you're over here stir yeah. fry. I'm not gonna front. Bad and Bougie is very good. Bad and Bougie was a good song. They got the Migos make good music. I even like Motorsport every now and again. I... Oh yeah, no. 
Yeah, like, I'm not going to say I'm not going to say these these guys are not talented and creative. That's not what I'm not going to that's what I'm not going to say because there's other bullshit out there. There's a lot more bullshit out there. Yeah. But this is this is the music of our time and we have to give them Damn. What? Sorry. Jay-Z's first number one, like his own song. Some song crowd, some shit. <laughs> Empire State of Mind. You're fucking lying. I swear to you. You see not. what I mean? This number, is why we got to give our and niggas. number two, his first number two was, let me make sure I'm correct, Run This Town, which came All out right. the year before. You know, and I'm also going to get- What the hell? I'm also going to, before we jump out the window, we also have to give, uh, so what I want to say- a com- uh, accommodation? What the fuck? I didn't, I'm losing my blank. Yeah, I'm I don't know. Right now. We also have to give a just due to streaming. Let's just okay. start there. Yes. I'm trying to find a word you were I looking for, I but I can't find the I can't so find the word either. On. So All right. Um, shout out to me drawing a blank. There you go. <laughs> but we also have to give a. a, a oh, I'm, I'm looking for the word again. Anyway. I want to yeah. show mad love to my nigga streaming. <laughs> streaming been here with me since day one or like 2010, <laughs> one or the other. I can't remember. Oh yeah, but Migos, <clears throat> I have I have that wasn't my best album, but shout out to Culture too. Yeah, you, well you know I still haven't listened to it. I just listen to what plays on the radio, which I what, what what my kids play for me. What are you listening to these days? Nothing. You know everything in my iPod is first of all I said iPod. So I already know where I'm going with this, <laughs> but everything in my iPod is like hold on from like 1984. Apply music to your fucking. I don't because I have title on my iPod. Okay. So I just delete all the music off of there and I just download that from the other title. Day, now. I was like, if I delete this app, it's over for this music. Do none, you understand what I'm saying? None. If this app crashes tomorrow, <laughs> that's it. That's like, it because I have one album. I have the last album I bought in the past 10 years was Lemonade. And that's it. <laughs> so. Everything else is gonna be like, all right, only podcast. I, I kind of feel like we're getting more for our money now. We you can't even lie. No, you're really not you, though. No. What I really want to start doing again. Hold on, how much? Uh, which is a seven ninety nine title? Title costs me nine ninety nine a month. This shit pulled this weekend. I said, excuse me, this is Black Panther money, but you know it is what it is. But for all the music and content you can listen to, no, it's great. The only problem is, is that it's it's, it's a rental. So as soon as I delete my title account. Mm-hmm. I've been paying what? But you can download that shit. Ten, you can download it to your phone, but you can't download it like to keep forever. You can't download it for keeps. What do you mean keeps? Like you can't. Oh. If I delete, if I cancel my title tomorrow, I can't go back and access that music. They're gonna be like, all right, well, thanks for having fun with us. No, they need to fix that then. No, I never thought about it like yeah, that. Yeah, does it? No. So yeah. So with that, with with that in mind, I. I think it's great if you want well, to hold like. Hold on, what the fuck was you doing when you had a CD? I don't, I don't remember how this shit goes with such an old. With a CD, yeah. well, you you bought it and it was yours forever. <laughs> and then once the <laughs> shit scratched or you lost it, yeah, it but was then you get a new for- one. But but how but how often well, was that? Often, because y'all niggas didn't take care of shit. Put it back in the case, nigga. We listen- y'all stacking forty two CDs against each other on top of the speakers. You're not supposed to do that. If you listen to Trap or Die all summer every day. <laughs> All right, still. But even still, <laughs> if you buy that, that one CD twice, which is what? Maybe like $11. Mm-hmm. That's still $22, right. which is two title payments. So, But what I was going to say was, <laughs> I think it's really good for the idea of like a sampler platter. So, you know, like they send out those music, like those boxes from companies where it's like, here's like, you know, a product box. And it comes with like five things in it. You can like pick which one you want, which one you don't. But I feel like, which I'm going to try to start doing is... Keep title, listen to stuff, and then buy the things that I actually want. Because when I go and delete title one day, I'm gonna be, I've, I will have paid thousands of dollars probably and won't have anything to show for it. It's funny we're even talking about this shit because, you know, this week, some shit. This is why you need to have a Twitter. Because a lot of, and also Facebook, some things just like, you know, nostalgia pops up and you uh-huh. just like, 
what the fuck was this what when we the fuck? when we when this came out? So, <laughs> so this smiles in South Star called uh, t- "Tell Me What's Going On." If I'm not mistaken, was it "What's Going On"? What year is this? What you think? Wow. Yo, if y'all niggas don't remember this Lime Wire ass song, so first, it's, it's, exactly. It's one of those songs where it's like I know it, but I don't know it. It's like I know I had like, to download this shit to get a, a internet STD. <laughs> because this song, because the beat reminds me of. The, the, the beat reminds me of I can't think of what song I think it's the Shanti song But it's like Love it when I with you baby <laughs> But I can't think of what Yeah I don't know who produced this song But this shit yeah. is such such a classic Ooh, That is That sounds like a moment in time They got headbands on Velour suits They yeah. got it, it looks like jeans with the, with the patches They Big had the long glo- The long chains that came down to your navel Which was a necessity You had to have these things A do-rag A do-rag <laughs> This is just great. Oh man, this is just straight going to high school not to do nothing. Not to do You know why I remember I love this song? Cause I, the dude in the background, I don't know who was singing it. He was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Seems to make me laugh. Made me a star when I was working two jobs just to survive. When I felt like killing myself, you kept me alive. <laughs> Yo, shout out to LimeWire My oh, god oh, That was, that's something Oh man, but music, like, you know there, there used to be a process And you know, I've gotten so lazy with music these days It's just like Someone put on Twitter, they was like, how do you listen to music? I'm like, this shit don't, like, take me into a, a loophole But the thing is, you also have to be in a kind of a rabbit hole, too To kind of jump in Because yeah. some shit comes on my Spotify and I'm like this, deer in the headlights, who the fuck is this and why are you here? That's not, no, <laughs> legit. Because sometimes you really don't want, it's almost like meeting new friends. Yeah. Like sometimes when you go out, you're like, oh, it could just be me and my four niggas and we're going to kick it all night. Right. There's other times you go out and you're like, you know what, I wouldn't mind meeting like a new person if they're like really cool. But right. when I go into like my music mode, I usually have very specific moods and playlists and even sometimes artists. Like, I can go with like a full just like a Jay-Z playlist or a Neo playlist or Mary like sometimes I'm just like I just want this person over and over and over and over. So I feel you. But you know what also is interesting about this is that well, it's kind of disappointing because there's times I could be listening to an album and I'll and I'll find like everybody, when you listen to music, you'll find your cut. Oh yeah. You'll find your cut. You'll be like, oh, this is my joint. The two especially when it's new music, you'll find Oh, I like I at like, least two or three tracks on the album. You're like, like, okay. I like three, four, and ten. Yeah, like, this is my shit. But then you skip through the other ones. Then you get you hanging out with your friends, and they were like, "Nah, boy, number, number two, nine, number right? two and nine. You were like, oh, it's good. And at first, you'd be like, uh, <laughs> and let you be in the right place at the right, right time. time. <laughs> let you be at the right party. You'd be like, oh shit, like what yeah. is this? It's like number two that you've been skipping this whole time. <laughs> like, damn, I have right. It's like that sometimes, and it's really, it's really, but you know, I mean, untra- everybody has a different ear, and sometimes it has to be trained and programmed, but you know, and that and that also comes to what you're always listening to. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're always listening to something so often that you, 
you you're gonna jump onto what you normally listen to, so that you kind of block out what what else what, what else is new to you. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's interesting, and I say that to say that um because I was also listening to this is like a total spiral. Shout yeah, out! Yeah, to, I don't even know how we started here, but go we're ahead. Talking about the Migos. Oh right, right, right. Nipsey Hussle released a new album called Victory Lap, and I don't know if you are you familiar with Nipsey Hussle? Oh, uh, only because he did Lauren London. You know how I get down. Current. Current. You said dated. They're not together anymore. You may want to. They got on, back together. You may want to get on your Google. Well, machine. I don't really give a fuck, but <laughs> no. Um, I knew they were together at one point. A very, how should I say this? Socially empowering figure. Like he's like an entrepreneur. Like you know, he's he's an LA nigga. You know, like but he's a man. Yeah, I've like, heard things. I've like, heard like he's really. He's yeah. All, when you look, you know how you look at certain people. Like, oh, these people ain't about shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but once you hear him being speak and like you go back to his old interviews, you learn a lot about him and how he is about like you know lifting his community up, lifting his community up. Yeah, buying shit. Yeah, doing the right the the shit we supposed to be doing. You know. Yeah, he. That, I'm indifferent about him, but you can. I'm gonna let you just have this moment. Why, why, why you, he said some crazy shit one time. What do you? No, what do you say? Well, tell your story and then I'll go ahead. Well, I mean, I'm just I'm celebrating because you know the dude's been out. When Nipsey Hussle's been out since like 2007, never released an album. If I'm not mistaken, maybe 2006, but 2007, I think it was Hustle in the House, and he's released several mixtapes. Been on label, had you know several encounters with the law, and you know you look you look at certain people, like, oh, just another L.A. gangbanger. But then at the same time, you have to realize people's story of how they invest in their community and how they give back to you know, they 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 kind of selfless, and what they do. You know, this dude, his name is Nipsey Hustle, but the only thing you probably think was like he's just a hustler, but he also has his shop called. Uh, not a clothing line called the Marathon, and then whatever it's, it's I think it's called the Marathon, the Marathon mm-hmm. Clothing Line. Okay, I wouldn't know. Marathon Clothing, and it kind of he opened up this smart shop, which is you know opening a boutique in L.A., which is in South Central, off Rodale, like off, mm-hmm. in the hood, away from everything. Was very you know who's what black people were doing that shit. Yeah. Everybody want to be in the center of attention. I, I just always wanted to give him commend for doing that, and with him coming out with a okay. new album, I'm just saying back to that. Yeah. This week I was listening to his album this weekend and he dropped over All Star Weekend. I was just like, yo, this only these two tracks is fire. Mm-hmm. And then you get on Instagram and your boys, like two or three of them, and y'all all in different locations. Cause you know, when you listen to new music, niggas is not talking about the song. Like they all everybody's listening at their own speed. Yes, yeah, it's, it's no longer twelfth grade. No. You're not coming to school the next day like, oh, you listen to Yeah, so then niggas you see people ra- raving on shit on Twitter and I'm like, hold on, let me go back and listen to this song mm-hmm. number two. Yeah. And actually, number two is not your favorite because actually, no, number two was my favorite. Number at two McDonald's, was my. Actually. <laughs> I used to love the two cheeseburgers with the medium fry. All right, so what is your issue? What did, what did he say? Somebody, you know what I'm saying? You know what I noticed about you? <laughs> what happened? And this is bad. This is really bad. Okay, go ahead. We play good cop, bad cop. A we lot, do, a lot yeah, because people upset you easily. And because I, I don't take bullshit. <laughs> so like when people say some dumb shit, I'm I, like, no, you said some dumb shit. I usually don't give a fuck because people say shit yeah. all the time. But, yeah, okay. Go ahead. What you say? We're gonna say? circle back to that major point too. No, right. but. He just posted something on Instagram. I had to pull it up because I don't Today? remember exactly. No, this is maybe like late last year. Well, he big mad. He old salty. Oh, this is January 8th. Old, so recent enough. Old salt. Because this is the last time I heard of Nipsey Hustle. But he posted a picture of um, a group of black boys on Instagram. Beautiful picture. A bunch of black boys. He says, demonstration speaks louder than conversation. They're going to feed us every image of our men and boys, but not this one. Up until this point, great post. He says, no hyperviolent. Again, great post. No homosexual. Homosexual is two different words, which it is not. Mm-hmm. Again, 
not sorry, post nail. No, abandon us, just strong black men and young men. Respect to my big homie, whoever this is, for leading with love and intelligence. God is with us who can God is with us who can go against us. So I'm looking this up myself too. Yeah, no. So your part your I'm ish- looking I'm reading this off a of double XL magazine, but because okay. the, the post is a little old. Okay. But it was just <clears throat> Oh, you asked me what my problem my problem with yeah. this is? Oh, you have to ask me? You have to ask me? No, I mean, so it was, I, I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, no, I, I know. And I understand. You want me to elaborate. No, I, I understand, kn- Professor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Explain my answer. No, show your work. I totally get it. I'll show my work. So, again, the homosexual thing, obviously. Oh, he really did spike the internet with this, didn't he? And my, like, what it boils down to is, A, as always, gay people just be minding their fucking business and are always pulled into, we always pulled into some heterosexual bullshit that don't have nothing to do with us. And we be like, listen, we're trying to over here just live our lives. So that's the first thing. But the fact that he said, you know, no hyperviolent, no homosexuals, no abandoners, as if, you know, A, like I hate this whole trope. It's not even a trope because it's it's not, maybe it is a trope, but. Just stop, just stop. I got you, I got no, you. No, 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 this whole thing about, you know, the gay agenda and, you I'm, know. I want to apologize before I even get, because I. Uh, well, well, hold on, let me get uh, to this point first. The whole, I, I, the gay agenda. I'm reading it, I'm reading it. And the it. white man is, you know, pushing these, the this idea of gayness and blah, 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 and demasculate, oh, emasculating, demasculating. You get what I'm saying. Emasculate. Emasculating. Mm-hmm. Of the black man, blah, blah, blah. Just like, like what are you talking about and then to look at this picture and to say no hyperviolent no homosexuals how does he know that anybody in this picture isn't gay like it's just men it's just little boys in suits like what what reading the comment then looking at that's what i saw too but like what it, it didn't make sense to me so it's, a, it's, it's one of those things where and i'm only gonna defend him on this side okay here we go on one side uh-huh i just feel like here here stands a bunch of black men mm-hmm. with no nonsense attached to it. And I don't mean not not nonsense. Damn, I'm jumping out the window yeah, already. Yeah, choose your words wisely. Here, Here's a, a group of black men with nothing attached to it. Because like, if you look at it, you don't see you don't see anything that identifies with them i guess is that what there's just little boys in in suits and bow ties yeah i think he he lost it when he started when he started categorizing himself because even the hyper violent thing i get i get i understand i'm like once you kind of you know a you still don't know from this picture but you you don't know know that these boys are are hyper violent or not but again i get what he's saying like they're not wearing hoodies their pants aren't sagging like i I get his mindset for that comment. All right. And with that being said, I also, and I'm not defending it at all, since we just got here to this topic, because, you know, uh-huh. it's something that is it's unraveling while we speak right oh, now. Oh, yeah. So, I it's think- It's like diarrhea. It is. Like, you, it's like, whoa, it's just happening. It's I just happening right this. now. This is no pre, pre-conversation. Nothing yeah. is all happening. So, what I think also happening is it's happening right here is that, you know, a lot of people- in the in a, in in certain communities and sometimes the gay community they use their affiliation or their uh their their personality to mm-hmm. as clout or some type of re- like some type of way to get into something or try to to direct to a community or just like I don't know attention somehow do you understand what I'm saying so I think here stands when I'm looking at this picture it says here stands a group of black boys and and I, a group of black men and I mm-hmm. would have just left it at that yeah like. No, nothing. Just, yeah. uh, I, I'm just upset that it was just it was just the nitpicky of the gay thing. You know what it was? That didn't have anything to do with the overarching 
the overarching theme of no, what you I, were trying to say. I understand what you And you know, this is what happens when you, when don't no PR check and he had to go back and backtrack it. And I, I don't even know if he did he uh, he, did, anyway. he did he did he yeah. went back. He said, uh, "I don't look down on gay people. I love all God's children for real." It takes uh, I take the issue with the larger agenda. I'm having. I'm very well informed, contrary to my appearance and the conclusions that there's an agenda. We can go fact for fact and get you some understanding if you like to go. If not, God bless. So some oh he was talking to D Ray, that's why. That didn't really sound like an apology, but okay. I just Sometimes it's hard. You know, it's really I hard. spoke my piece on it. I said I, what no, I I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I just feel, you know, sometimes. It just felt unwarranted and it felt like he pulled it out of left field. You know, I feel indifferent sometimes about saying certain things. Because. When you post, it's very dangerous. Yeah. And to the point that you were going to make earlier. Again, we're not going to spend too much time on this. Hmm. But you were saying that, like, sometimes it's like, it's too loud and too proud. Ideally. I don't want to put words in your mouth. That, that's kind of what I was going to Too yeah. loud and too proud. But again. But the, no. The reason why a lot of people. because But, but I understand why there's a. <clears throat> I understand why there's a need to be loud and proud. Because, it's the same reason why black people are loud and proud. Right, right, when people right. are trying to constantly no, 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 diminish no. who you are. We live in a different era, so I understand that. Yes, I'm Before, saying. Before, that was like, that was not to be celebrated. What? Being gay or any, or oh, any yeah. openness. Yeah, so it's like, it's so when you've constantly been, you know, shut out or put aside mm-hmm. or like told that you're not good enough, even, even and this is why I don't understand why so many black, heterosexual black men can't understand the, 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 the life patterns of gay men because it's just like black people and gay people don't go through the same things because I'm definitely not saying that at all, but the experiences are sometimes very similar. And as two oppressed groups and two marginalized groups, I don't understand how like, white men white gay men can't look at black people and like not understand the life that we live and then how straight black men can look at look at gay people and not understand the life we live so like from both sides of the tracks i'm like how do y'all not understand what the other group is going through when these two groups again are not 100 percent identical in their struggles but have so many common you know thread lines or through lines in their situations I get, I get, I get what you're saying. Did, did you? I'm not trying to fight with you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I understand why. Did you? <laughs> I mean, I'm, but I, oh, I mean, I'm, I mean, I, I guess. think I th- his his point, and I, I don't know why. I'm not defending these people. Fuck. Why am I always don't defend- stumble? Just walk. Lace up your boots and walk. I'm drunk as fuck. Do you understand? <laughs> no, I, I think the larger picture is that he really wanted to say that these are men first before anything. And I think a lot of that, and he misspoke. Mm, yeah, he did. I don't know if he has a problem, honestly. I don't know either. I don't. I, I hate the idea that some people always but think- But again, to your interpretation of his understanding of that post, is still problematic. Because he's saying they're men first, as if gay men are still not men first. I think, but you have to strip down certain things too before before you get to. I mean, but, but I would like the people to say I'm just like a a regular human before they say I'm a black human. I mean, I mean, certain things you do, but then you don't because that is such a large part of your identity. Right. Where when it's used against you, of course you just wanted you just want to be blank, you know, blank slate. Like if someone was just like, oh, like you're a black person. You don't deserve this job. You're like, no, I'm a person. I deserve this job. So, of course, when it works against you, nobody wants those labels to diminish your value or who you are as a person. But when it's when it comes out of left field for things like this, like, it, like let's repackage this. Let's say it was a picture of a bunch of, you know, mixed kids. You know, it's black kids, it's white kids, and Asian kids. And, oh, actually, sorry, there's no black kids in the picture. 
It's just a bunch of kids. Let's say they were like in juvenile detention and they got out like, you know, today and they're living their new lives. And it's like, look at this great photo of these kids, non hyper violent, non black. And it's just like, it's almost like, it's 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 unnecessary insert to something that has nothing to do with this other thing. All right, let me. I understand your point, but do you think also do you have to understand some people's mentality and and verbiage of like what they're about before you before they almost like discredit it or credit it? No, because I'm not trying to discredit because because either one. because and I just bought this shirt at the Reed Pop Up Shop on Saturday, so shout out to them. Go ahead, Crystal has the shirt. You stop slamming on our furniture. I'm sorry, please? and the shirt says because I'm not trying to pay no fee when we get out of here. Me neither. The shirt says. Words mean things. I don't have to understand what you said. If you typed in clear American ass English, I don't have to decode that because you wrote you you typed in English. It'd be different if I didn't understand English and your message was a little unclear, but you specifically chose these words in this order in this sentence. So I don't have to understand. I don't have to interpret it for myself. It's plain English. Do you? If the stoplight is green, the stoplight is green. I I just want to sorry s- if the stoplight is red. <laughs> that kicked the after. I was like, wait a minute. No, no, right. I want to think that from what he's saying, and me just add. And this is why it's a good conversation. I'm not defending. We just need these two perspectives. We just need to talk. I, I, you know what's funny? I kind of wish there was like a third person here so we could kind of like have another. So view. we could have a clear winner. <laughs> yeah, clear. Not a clear winner. There's yeah, no, it's no winner. You. But I, from me, just following him and just based on what he's about, kind of, and listening to. It's funny because Kendrick said something about him on this on the song. I was just pulling up the lyrics, uh-huh. and one of the songs on dedication says, uh, "My nigga L said you do a, so- a song with Nip he, uh, K dot he a better crip." And then Kendrick replies to the dude, "I said he a man first. You don't hear the words out his lips." I think just based on what he's about, like he's about just being like a man for. I understand what I understand. <laughs> I'm this, not is, this must be good fellas. Was it good fellas when he got shot in the foot? He shoot himself right in the foot. Chill, Cheddar Bob. Because, <laughs> because those fucking man, man first. Yes, he is a man first. He is a right. black man, but he is a man first. So right. if he was a gay man, he would still be a man first. I think that's what he wanted to say, but him. But that's not what he said. <laughs> because he's basically saying, like, if they were gay, then this is not the image that they you know were portrayed all over the say, world. You know how some people say, and this shit happens all the time. This is why I don't like reading shit on Instagram. I read shit on, I go to the comments and I'm like, let me see what the fuck they're really talking about. Uh-huh. Because sometimes you have to kind of scratch. I mean, the surface is very dangerous because people just say things to, you know, coast the line, but you have to kind of know what people are about. But I'm always on Malcolm's side. Do you understand? <laughs> <laughs> No, don't be on my side. Malcolm's gonna have me in a shootout somewhere for some shit that I don't even understand what the fuck is going on. Because, Listen, because I'm always on his side. But choose no, the side of what you believe in the most. Sometimes, sometimes he's not having. You know, choose, if the side you believe in the most is, is problematic, then choose a new side. It's it's Black History Month. I'm at the point where I just want to wave everybody down. Can we just go yeah. get some macaroni pie? No, <laughs> we need to work through this first. Because faith fucked the family. No, uh, we need to work through this. We can't just we can't just sit and move on like this Yo, didn't happen. We need to acknowledge this about. and then move on. That took me out. Yes, you, faith fucked the family. Faith did fuck the family. Faith was good looking too. Faith was good looking. That's why she fucked the family. Faith could not come around my cousins. <laughs> Y'all niggas she don't know. come around their cousins either. Y'all don't know what we talking about? Everybody in the room look like we don't know. Faith fucked the family. Stop yeah, playing. Faith fucked the family. Look it up. Yeah. Get your Googles <laughs> on. The internet will let you know. When the last time you saw that? <sighs> A while ago. 
a minute ago. That Easily sure. more than five that years. Was good. That was yeah. Good. You know what? Also, I've been um since we fucking just brought to my attention. What happened? It's another Nipsey hustle thing. <laughs> Add Are, on. Can we just be done with Nipsey? <laughs> we got to do more of this. No, but I've been watching this show uh, on BET called Man Cave. Yes, it's. Uh, I know it's produced by Steve Harvey. Which we'll get back to that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a fan. As of soon Steve. as I saw that at the, in the credits, I said, "Of course, this nigga's behind this. Nigga behind all shit, niggas." Um, who was the who was the creator though? I have no idea. The only you. person I know on the show is Tank. Like I don't know anybody about like I don't know any of the 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 panel people. Now I only really know what this show is because it comes on before the rundown with Robin Thede, which is a great show. So, but yeah, I don't know any of these. people. Jeff Johnson is the creator. Jeff Johnson. So the the creator is Jeff Johnson. Is Gerald Slink Johnson as well? Uh, he's an actor producer. Jeff is a developer of mes- message and. Uh, social solutions. I think he was also dealing with politics a little bit okay. for a while back. But who else? It? Tank is on there. If you don't know, Tank also just got a gold plaque for his his recent R and B. He did. Yeah. Tank's the only one to try to recognize. Everybody else, I was like, I don't know who these people are. I just I was like, R and B still doing them. Shout out to R and B. No, Tank is Tank is up. Tank sell out shows. That's the that's where that shows. And yeah, he be selling out some tours. And you know, once you got the women supporters, shout out to the women. Right. Women fuck with you. They hold a nigga down. Uh, and then you have Marcos, I don't want to fuck his name up, Cosin Palaco, Palacio? I'm fucking your name up, bro. I don't know. I never heard it in my life. Um, <laughs> that makes him feel better. So he's a, he's an L.A.-based production duo of, of the Internet. The Internet? He's a nine-time Grammy winner. Listen, Not, I don't know who these people are. We don't know these people. We don't know these people. I know Tank. But anyway, so Reese, Sorry, I'm trying to eat chips and do the show at the same time. I'm so fucking hungry, y'all. Um, and not be crunching y'all ear. Yeah, we don't know these people, and that's fine. No, but this is the show where the first I think the first episode was Lamar Odom, where he they kind of took. Oh, was it? Oh, I didn't see that. That's where they took the the little snippet and they ran with it, saying that. Oh yes, right. That and, was that show. And you know what's funny about? Sorry it? for those that don't know, the snippet was I think he said Chloe Kardashian. What was he it? He said he knew that it was over once that she started dating other ball players. Oh yeah. And you know what's funny? Once you hear that tidbit, it sounds kind of crazy. But at the same time, I don't think he was being disrespectful because sometimes. Yeah, I don't think so either. Bro knew it was over. He's like, nah, I knew it was over once yeah. she started. Like, not saying that she was doing it. Like, he's like, yo, she moved on. I don't think he like meant, it's, it's over. It's over, over. over. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he meant it in any other disrespectful way. But you know, of course, like I said, once you read headlines, the internet you, will run with it. Yeah, you guys just don't read and you don't listen. But people this, really don't read. They really don't. And you know what's funny? I, that happens to me sometimes when I read things. I have to read it like seven times. I was like, hold on, let me go back and read this again. Honestly, because, that's me on Twitter. Something about the, me reading things on Twitter, my mind will like fill in words, even my own tweets. Like when I proofread tweets, I'll be like, oh, I did not. This didn't sound like this in my head, but it's the age that we're in. Like sometimes I need to like kind of read things once, once first, and then read it like two times over before I go over them. Hold on, just to kind of calculate how this makes sense. Like me just reading this guy's entire bio, I was like, hold on, this doesn't make sense. What is he? Is he a winner or he nominated? Like like I'm seeing these words, I'm like, am I dyslexic? But it's the age that we live in where we only see things visual. So that no blame that, but we still read. You should read your books. But I digress. Back to the man cave. Yeah. Um. That was the episode where everybody ran with Lamar Odom in that little tidbit of a snippet of commentary. Yeah, about Chloe. And what it is, basically a sit-down of men just sit down having conversation. And it's sh- like The View, but for men. Which is very important. Is it? 
<laughs> spicy. Did you look at an episode for your? I homework? looked at a couple episodes and because which, I said, like I said, it comes on before it comes on before <laughs> the rundown with Robin Thede. So I usually get to BT about five. You guys minutes should early. see Malcolm fucking. No, I'm so upset right now. Patting his Yo, fucking salt off his potato so chips. So first, right now. a big fuck you to Lay's because I I got this bag of salt and vinegar chips mm-hmm. and whatever powder. I should take a picture, but I'm not going to. But right. this like it's. Can you look at this? Don't I, this look crazy? I know what it's like. It's you, like powder, but I'm like, what the? It's, it's not crumbs. I can't even describe it. So I'm not. I'm not gonna be like fucking dusting the chips off. You know. Anyway, go ahead. Pissing me off. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So I get to BT sometimes a little early. You know, um, BT is a black network, so they be doing shit in color people time. So the rundown's supposed to come on at eleven o'clock. Sometimes we coming on like eleven o three because you know Viacom does whatever they feel like. It does, right? So I'm like it's weird. It's How weird. I'd be looking at the schedule. I'm like, y'all really like seven minutes over. I'm happy now. I don't have a DVR because they'd be fucking my shit up. <laughs> yeah, missing like the the first the last seven minutes of the show because it ran into over. How and now Martin's on anyway. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> when I first watched the show, mm-hmm. first thing I thought about, what? I said, okay, chatty ass man. For not even because I don't. I I enjoy watching people talk, but I was like, here are four heterosexual black men. <laughs> I was like, cool, cool. Like, I'm not even one of those people that's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. But I was like, okay, panel, four men. From my understanding, they all seem to come from the same walk of life. Like, from my understanding, from what I've seen of the show. Um, my thing is, I never, I don't feel there's a void for, <coughs> excuse me, your face looks so mischievous. I hate it. I don't feel like there's a void for uh, black men's opinion on things. So when I think about, <coughs> shut up. Let me take a sip of this because I haven't eaten these chips. Give me a minute. As I listen, <laughs> go ahead, continue on. Excuse sir. me. So when I think about the commentary from black men, it happens really in like two places. <coughs> Excuse me, on ESPN, <laughs> and I feel like on the radio. I feel like that's biased as fuck. <coughs> but it's true. Outside of that, where else can you really get like raw opinions from black men on? Topics about things, podcasts. Well, but, but again, that's that's in that same radio package. Twitter. Though. But no, but I'm talking about like on on a show. Mm. It's on a place where like people are getting paid to talk about opinions of on things. Okay. This re- it's really only just like ESPN right. and right. then like like radio podcasts and like all those different like outlets. So when I like, which break- is why we need to celebrate this shit. Yes. Okay. Fine. I'll give you that. Yes. But when I think about the opinions, we only get they only gonna give us so much. So let's. This is true. We can't jump out the window and get all everything we deserve, right? Then this is there. true. Go ahead. But again, um, when I think about, I'm going off of. Yes, you're right. This is something we should celebrate because the platform that they're on is bigger than usual. But for me, the rhetoric that's on the platform is one that I don't have to. It's not absent for me. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's not like I was like, oh, I need this show because I've never known how heterosexual black men feel about things of the world. Because actually, I have you know Charlemagne and Envy in the morning. There's Ero in the morning. There's you know go up and down you know the coastline and big boy. Like when it comes to black men commenting on things, like I've never gone more than thirty six minutes without like the opinion about how they feel about something. So. I say all that to say, I'm not knocking this show. Like, I think the show's a great idea. I'm happy BET has it. They also have, like, that and Black Car Revoked. And they have a pretty decent Thursday night lineup. I'm just saying that the show is not a show... It's not a show I feel like I need to watch because I'm, I'm not yearning for the opinions of this particular segment of the population. 
JB Smooth does a show that's very similar to this where he sits down with uh one other person. I can't remember. It was yeah, actually I've... sponsored by Amex at one time. Oh, wanna, yes it was. I want to get the name for it. It's very similar to it. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But you know what? Sometimes I think, you know what? And this comes with me having conversation, me having you us having conversation with, yeah. about men being open and vulnerable. Because this is still new for the new age man to be openly, which com- is so fucking ridiculous, conversational. But about it's things. true, yeah. So if it's going to if to it's, be if, if it's yes. going to be t- those two groups, JB Smooth and uh, Jeff Johnson, to be yeah. the the forefront guys to kind of lead that pack of like men sitting down and having a conversation. Because I mean, it's not new for men to sit down and have a conversation. I was just about to say that. I was like, as someone that has grew, grown up in the hood, no, going we, to barbershops. We, like, we talk shit. Like, Come that's on. what I'm saying. I've never gone. But, I've never been like, I wonder how black men feel about this topic. No, but I mean, for us to be, it to be like on film and documented, yeah. that's a different story. True. That's very true. Because barbershop talking, like spades talk, you know, pecano. Yeah. You know, but that's we, what I feel like this show is. This show right. is like barbershop talk, right. which is not a problem because there's plenty of niggas that love barbershop talk. But someone, me, a person, right. I'm like, I'm good. I got all this at the barbershop. Like, I don't need. It's, it's. I don't say it's not a show for me because I can. I've, I've watched clips of it and have enjoyed it. But it's not a show that I'm running to every week. Okay. But you know, I'm happy it's here. I'm happy it's here too because I think, you know, with Jeff Johnson, the episodes I watch, it's a thing. Sometimes you know, certain things other men need to hear. Yeah, okay. Yes. That's why I say sometimes when me and you speak is good because there's a perspective that you have and there's an understanding that I may think that's right that necessarily may be unaddressed on my part, mm-hmm. which you correct. And I think that once you add a multitude of like maybe two or three other voices, it kind of puts a lot of things in different perspective, which mm-hmm. is very much important. So because men need to check each other all the time, yeah. and I think men fail to fail to realize like yo, you're doing some bitch shit right now. Yeah. And or what you did was not okay. Like you just basically told me, even though how I just, I'm openly, I openly was about to apologize, but I mean, me being in my mind, I kind of know where that heterosexual man was trying to say something, but he did too much by saying, yeah, too much. <laughs> yeah, because like, and again, even my point with the show, and again, this is now me kind of projecting my own things because I don't really know too much about these people, but <clears throat> what so about like. For example, a show like The View. I think what makes what what made The View work and still makes The View work is that there are like four women from like four different walks of life. So they all have like a different background, right. different age group, different perspective, different race. Like everybody was kind of a little different. But when I look at this show, at least aesthetically or my understanding of them, they all feel the same. So mm-hmm. I think the show might be a little bit better if there was like someone that was like in their 20s and then someone in their 30s and then someone that was like maybe in their 60s and then someone that was maybe like a gay person and then someone that had like, you know, like a white parent. So you really get like, a complete under mm-hmm. look at me, look at me fucking producing this show though <laughs> like so you really get a a good overview perspective of like four still black men but from four very different walks of life when I look at this show I, I we, feel like they're all the same black man I think Tip, like on paper I think that's a good idea and I, and I'm with your idea it's already stolen saying, somebody's already producing it right now because no, I said it. That's well, how the universe works. Somebody's already working on it. But it already it's happening already. But it only happens in sports. With a white man, a yes. black, black man can sit down and talk yeah. about that. Well, no, even if you wanted to have it to be all black men, you could still have four black men and still have a, a super diverse panel. Mm-hmm. But like, when you're gonna get like four black men and but get like, like you I know, s- like I said la- last episode, 
we still celebrating the first of many things because we ha- we've never had nothing. This is true. This is true. So again, so just for the sake of the start, I appreciate it. Yeah. Like the start. I mean, I, I think guys should check it out. And I think, you know, also they, they bring on different guests. And yeah. I think Fabulous is coming up. And I, you know what's interesting about Fabulous? There's a lot about Fabulous that we don't know. And he's been around for ages. You know how the, the, yeah. the people that have that mystique? And you're like, what the fuck? Because Fab like interviews a lot, but doesn't really interview a lot. It's a weird thing he does. Fab be blocking y'all niggas out. Y'all be thinking y'all know Fab. And I'm like, where's Emily? Right. <laughs> Where is she? Point her out. Point her out. Emily be around, though. But, um, Low key. Yeah, but... Yeah, just, so yeah, like I said, I want to make clear, I'm not shitting on this show, but I think listen, it's a good place to start. We need to get what we can get. But and when I say that, but we, the fact that Steve Harvey was pro, pro, executive producer explained a lot of shit to me. I was like, okay, well that's here we fucking go. Well, maybe we can get Tyler Perry to do the one that you want to do. I hell no. Oh, okay. First, and even I was talking to my, you know, it's funny. My friend Ash needs to come up here. Is it weird that I but, don't trust Steve Harvey with a lot of shit that's like men no. I'd be like, he be hell lo- no. I don't be trusted. <laughs> Look how he fucking went on TV on New Year's Eve. You should never trust anybody that dressed like that. <laughs> the fuck? But the point... <laughs> he was dressed like somebody's 60-year-old aunt. Yeah, but no, that was a bad outfit. <laughs> but I was talking to my friend Asha the other day about the show, and she was like, oh, who was on it? And like even somebody like Mark Lamont Hill, who's like a doctor, like even like even just somebody like that who just brings a totally different perspective, someone that has lived and worked. Like I think he went... Where did Mark go? Harvard... He went, I don't know, he went somewhere, but like a super, Howard, no? I think he went to Howard, but I think he got his his doctorate. So one school he went to was like a super white school, okay. but um, or private white institution, whatever. But that worked at Fox News. Like, he's someone that would be like, oh, he has interesting perspective because he is this like highly educated man who has still been dealing with, you know, the shit of white people, the colonizers for majority of his professional career. So, again, I feel like they could have just did it a little differently, but, you know... It's BET, so what do I expect? I'm still celebrating what we can get. Yeah, so I didn't mean to shit on your whole moment just now. Yes, I'm happy the show is here. I'm happy you're enjoying it. I'm just but saying. But it, it could use some tweaking. It could use a little tweaking. He was new, and I was like. Bobby Schmurder get up there. I was like, BET is doing something different that we never had. Like, we never had a black all-black soap opera. When did we ever have an all-black soap opera? It's called Love and Hip Hop. Be respectful. You need to be respectful of what's present. Minus the throwing of the drinks. Like, that, that shit is annoying to me. Like, I mean, like... My, that's the part you enjoy the most. <laughs> Minus that. Is it that? I feel like once you approach that show like it's a soap opera, it's a lot easier to digest. Anyway. I'm kind of past it, honestly. I haven't watched it se- several seasons. Oh, Miami's while. pretty good. Miami's is it? pretty fucking good. Yeah. I didn't even know y'all was in Miami. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just got there like maybe like nine weeks ago now. <laughs> so we've, we've, we're, we're making a home. <laughs> First <laughs> episode premiered New yep. Year's Eve yep. or New yep. Year's Day. Y'all yep. so. putting down payments on yeah, condos and shit? Yeah. Okay. Nice, nice yeah, shit. Yeah, it's nice very shit. nice here. It's very nice. Very For nice. Furniture on the way. I heard you. You see this this couch? <laughs> you got 50 buttons on it. It's from the Steve Harvey collection. Oh. <laughs> you know what I want to point out also? I want to give my recognition that's what i want to say recognition to will smith yes uncle will big willie style who has turned you know how like my my mom and dad is annoying with fucking social media let me just tell you not because they asked me for help but i know that they need help (laughs) because y'all don't know what the fuck they be doing on this shit i don't have time to be doing geek squad trainings every (laughs) you know half an hour i'm busy yeah but and will's not that old but for someone who is who recently joined a social media application mm-hmm. and has full on made a presence 
and a big one too. <laughs> I was like. When do we get this personality? Like he he's been on the shit. Like he's been on it for years. Yeah, right. I feel like there's a post of Will Smith at least three times a week on the shade room. Like y'all see what Will Smith posted? I'm like, damn. Like you know how like certain people, you just, you just like when you first get on, like they only make they only post pictures. They they're very minimal. Will is out here making stories, videos, full blown movies. Like he's <laughs> parody, three like parodies. Damn. I'm like, yo, Will is still with the times, and his family's over him, which is even more. And they're younger than him, so kids is like. It's so perfect. It's Dad so perfect. Wilding on vacation again. It's really good, and it's all good because Jada also is in the background, like looking at him, like you out here fucking being janky, because cooning. You almost want, <laughs> but, it's, but it's it's funny, right? Bro. But in you a good almost way. want Will Smith to be. Well, at least I do. I feel like I want Will Smith to be the Fresh Prince. Like you know, you know, and I know it's so bad for actors to do that, but like when I see Tracy Ellis Ross, I want her to be Joan Clayton. Like I want, like when I see Felice Rashad, I want her to be. Uh, I was gonna say Vanessa Huxtable, Claire Huxtable. Like I want these people to be the person they were on TV, because I love those people. It's funny because when I see Martin in pictures, I'm like, he's not being funny. He's so serious. He's not being be funny, Martin. I'm like, what happened? I want to, you to make me laugh. What happened to where's Gina? Where's the guy from the radio station? Yeah, I remember, Stan. Yeah. No, I'm talking about him himself. Where's the guy oh, from the radio? Okay. Station? Yeah. <laughs> he's totally not himself, and I'm just like, yeah. He's like, he has that serious comedic personality, but he seems so gracious all the time. But there's certain people, everybody deals with it in a different way. But Will seems like he's on 10 all the time. Oh, yeah. Which which I believe. Because he always seems like he's on 10. Like anytime you see him like in an interview or anything, anytime you see him in front of a camera, he always just seems like he's on 10. So keep that same energy. I appreciate it. Definitely keep that same energy. Right. And um, on the last note, we want to say before we get out of here, Happy President's Day. Happy Obama Appreciation Day. Happy, o- Happy OB Day. Now, yes, OB do it. Let's let's OB talk about these uh, presidential photos, this uh, portraits that's going into the. Before I fuck it up again, that's how they do The National Museum of the National Gallery, the Presidential Gallery, the Official Gallery of Presidency. The yeah. Smithsonian the Wall Smithson- of... Is it going to Smithsonian? I don't fucking know. Anyway, each president... The it- wall of niggas that lived in his house. Wow, we're not going to do it. It's like it was just one, the best one ever of all time. It goes in the, it goes in the Smithsonian. The National, it is, right? Smithsonian National Portrait Gallery. That's yes. where it goes. So what they do is they... I don't know. I don't think they hire a portrait. What do they call it? They hire artists. They hire artists to to do the portrait. Do the portraits, not the same artist for each the first lady and the president. And I want (laughs) to, I want to just say that you know, there's been a lot of you know criticism on both parts as far as where what looks like Obama. Why is it so artsy? If I want to say the correct word, I think it looks contemporary. Just right for the for the president that we had, in my opinion. Yeah, I wouldn't want to have it any other way. I think that I'm gonna get his name. Uh, what's his name? I want. Why do I want to say Asante? Damn, that's mad black, right? I Asante. Wanna... That's real random. I was just thinking about Asante, but Asante <laughs> from the friend zone, which is super. I'm, I'm thinking of him for a reason, which I'll get back to. But... That was the word I wanted to come up with. Yeah. Asante. Look at uh, us connected. His name is Kende uh, Wiley. Yes, yeah, Kende Wiley. Yes, Wiley. Wiley. Kende Wiley. Um, so I didn't hate them. I thought the Obama one was nice. I thought the Michelle one was nice as well. I thought the Michelle one didn't look as much like Michelle as it could have, but it wasn't terrible. Like, it's not like I saw the picture and I was like, who's this? Like, I definitely knew who it was before, mm-hmm. like, I 
like read the caption or knew what was happening that day or whatever. But um, it's also that, and it's also art. So like art is very subjective. But then again, but then again, it's a portrait. So it's like you can't really be subjective to my face. Like it is or it isn't. So. I think if you're doing like like if you're like a cartoonist and I think you have the liberties to take, you know, some creative license and be like, oh, well, you know, cartoonists, they just exaggerate whatever. So like, oh, my ears are really small. So they would make my ears as tiny as possible. And my head as round as possible. Like you you play with those type of things. But if you paint a portrait of me, like I want it to look exactly like me. Now, when you go get an artist, like we just got an artist to do our new cover over. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of in the style, the particular style of what you hire, yeah. what you commission. That's the word. Commission an artist to do the yeah. work for you. You go off the basis of what the work that they do. So, I think you look at the catalog and you like it's almost like music or beat picking or yeah. a beat. Choice. I want Jay Z to rap a song for me. You know the style and yeah. formula. So when Jay Z comes out and raps some shit that sounds like Ninety Nine Problems or <laughs> Show me what you got or something. I'm like, okay. That's, that's when he comes out doing a Bob Dylan song. I'm like, when do you start playing acoustic? <laughs> but I think that, and you know, it's, it's subjective because you have to go back to the artist's work. Yeah. So when Michelle commissioned whoever to do her her portrait, see, I don't even know if she commissions it. I think it's like the Smithsonian. Like I don't know if they actually nah, do they pick. I think they get to pick and they get to see it before it even comes. Oh, out. they don't see it before they come out. They now don't? that I know for sure. Yeah, for real? their first time seeing it was that day. You sure? Because there's a lot of things that was added. Like, the dress that she was wearing was, like, from a 2007 dress. Yeah, no. I think I think that's all the design. I mean, maybe... 2017 dress. Maybe there's people inside the camp that's, like, pushing ideas to the designer, but they don't see it until that, that morning. You know, art is so subjective, and I want to lay this down really fast. These fucking portraits are not going to the Obama house. Yeah, they are. So, They're going to your grandmother's house, though. If you would say, Jason, we're going to do a, a portrait for Jason Gito and we're going to hang this shit up in Central Park, I don't give a Especially fuck. Especially place I never go to. Like, I don't give a fuck what it looked like. like we're going to hang this in your old high school. It's like, all right, well, I ain't going back to that bitch no time soon. Like, I'll see it in 20 years. Hang that motherfucker up. Right? If it look a little bit like me and we got the complexion right and my name's under it, God damn it, that's me. Yeah, right. <laughs> but remember that? Remember back in the day you read me up here because I had that fucking... <laughs> That cartoon um, <laughs> profile picture, and it literally looked. I mean, it looked somewhat like me. He was gassing it. <laughs> He's talking about look like a white man. It did not look like a white man, y'all. I did not look like a colonizer. But I was like, oh, this, this is a cartoon, right. and it's brown. So I'm gonna just say. It, I mean, it did look. It, it had the features of me. It's kind of like it wasn't like spot on to it's me. It's kind of like the emoji. We all commissioned yeah. our emoji oh, to kind of look. Your bitmoji. Your bitmoji. But my bitmoji does look like me though. Mine look a, yeah, a little bit. On my... <laughs> a little bit like me. I should re-download bitmoji. I haven't seen my bitmoji in a minute. But what I want to say is that you know some of the things that in this what I like more importantly about the Obama portraits was that if you go back to the rest of the presidents this one has the most character and yeah. style to it because the, them, the rest are very bland very just like their food I, I don't think that clinton honestly was a little bit my speed of like art it was, it was like Clinton's. a pix, pixelated type of uh portrait but obama if you read what 
everything was uh, was about was him sitting there in a chair and the representation of his uh, ancestors of all the flowers and where they come from, him being Hawaiian uh-huh. and all the African ancestry. Clearly, like, he's just finished getting topped off. Why would he pose like this? This is so bad. What, you looking at the pixelated one? Yes. I, I, I think it's... The one with his hand on his hip? Hold on. What the fuck are you looking at? I'm looking at Clinton official portrait. Are you not even Googling? Why are you looking at me on my Hold Facebook? I need to come over there and look at it. Is a picture of Bill Clinton in a blue shirt and a red tie. That's not it. So then, that's not it. So what is it? Because this one keeps coming up over and over. That's not it. Mm, I think he's lying. I think he's trying to stand up for his guy. This one, okay. So now, okay, I see another one now. It looks like pennies, or not pennies, but it looks like. Remember they used to do the Mona Lisa, but with pennies. That's what the, that's what this looks like. It could be. Okay, all right. I'm not even. I'm not crazy about this. It's you know, most of them is more, more abstract most of the time. And I think we're in a, a much more modern era now because presidents only happen in the past like 20 years, only every eight years. Mm-hmm. So when you think about the way art is produced. Like eight years is very fast for art. So who knows what this motherfucker's portrait will look like at the end of this fourth year? Because he's not doing eight. Well, I refuse. Like I said. Obama's the flowers represent. It was very colorful. I've never seen a portrait. It was really colorful. More colorful. And that's why I like it. Yes, our black-ass president got some color in his, his yeah. portrait. Yes. And also, it's going to be hung up somewhere where he's not going to be visited. And the re- representation behind Michelle Obama's dress, it, the, the, the cloth and the, the pattern represent equality in LGBT community and racial equality and human rights. Because so, whoever the designer was of that dress mm-hmm. was, a, was a designer she used to wear all the time. See? So, yeah. But I think when you look at it... Oh, you know what? George Bush's picture is kind of good. The folksy one? No, this one with him, like, with his hand... He's sitting on the couch? Yeah. With, the like, the two-pocket shirt? Yes. Well, That's the shirt is bad. Like Archie but the Bonk. pose is good. It's fucking... That's how I sit on my couch. If you took a picture of me, <laughs> that's how we sit on. I I wasn't too familiar, acclimated with like the the president's portrait. Me neither. I, I, until, I just started googling until, him until just the, now. No, until this time. Like, if you go look at JFK's, go look at JFK's. Okay. He wasn't even alive when he got his. And oh, you talk. And we, we, we oh th- shit, he wasn't alive. <laughs> I'm like, damn, why did it wait so long for him? But oh well, this is terrible. <laughs> This looks like my niece made this. What the fuck is this? This is what I'm saying. These looks are, like watercolor. Remember water no, paint in that school? That looks like the picture that they do at trial when you sitting down and they do the abstract joint inside the the, the, this, the courthouse. The, not the, the stenographer. Yeah, yeah that, just that, in this sketching. Yeah. yeah, this is not good. This is. No. So when we look at the difference of all these, I'm saying, yeah, I mean, I guess this looks like Michelle. You think so? This looks like Michelle. Y'all niggas are on okay. I like it. Michelle, she looks so stoned. Like Michelle is. Michelle's always has a very pleasant face. Like. It's not it's it's not bad. I'm not saying it's bad, but it definitely isn't like Michelle's greatest greatest look. Obama looks a little angry too, so like I mean, I in any said, event. Like what listen, I said. They, like, were, they were president and first lady. You, it's, it's, well, let me not say that. But you could literally draw anything. Listen. It could be stick figures. I'm like they were still president, so Michelle's not hanging this shit up in her house. Not at all. Not even a little bit. Not the background of her phone. Not nothing. Now, if we walk through the mall. And so this picture was hanging up. I could tell you that's Michelle. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not like when it popped up, I was like, who is that? Yeah. But I think they could, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they can. I think the style of the person. So I'm. that's all subjective. Okay, also very true. Very true. We're talking about the style of the person. So you know what you're kind of getting. Like, yeah. You know, this yeah. is what she does. Yeah. I'm not trying to dis- degrade. Art is one of those things where, you know, that's why I hate. It was hard. 
us getting our art changed yeah, over. That, yeah. Let's let's talk about that a little bit. We don't really really have fast. To. Really fast before we get out of here. In the words of our Erica, I'm an artist. I hope you guys enjoy it because that shit was very difficult to tell. It was it was a little work. Yes, the 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 first the the dailies that we got back. <laughs> We're we're not we're not really good. Didn't really look like us. It definitely needed some tweaking, <laughs> some eye opening, literally some you know color changes, beard rounding. Literally, <laughs> it was like I don't look like this. One, I'm not even gonna say that. <laughs> In any event, yes, we're happy that this is the point right now. But yeah, so anyway, all right, let's let's get out of here. I feel like we have overstayed our welcome. Um, shout out once again to the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Wakanda, Wakanda forever. forever. Uh, what else we have to say? Uh, oh, I want to give a shout out to the Reed because okay. those are my niggas through and through. I definitely saw Crystal on the train on on Thursday, which I was love so random. Niggas on the train by accident. It was so random, but you know she's like Crystal girl. You're famous. She be acting like she's not, but it's like you're you're fucking famous. Like was, you, was Fran with her? No, Fran, he was so annoying. Fran was at the live show though. Oh, <laughs> you're so ridiculous. <laughs> But um, no, just shout out to Kid Fury and Crystal. They just celebrated their fifth anniversary of this show this past weekend. They had shout out to you. I saw you all dressed up for your two hundred. Oh, we're not talking about two hundredth episode. But what the fuck you got planned for? Uh, we we forty joints away. All right, so when we get forty more joints up, I bet we'll we'll talk about it. But yeah, no. But shout out to Kid Fury and Crystal. Um, sold at the Apollo Theater, and I mean like sold out the Apollo. Like they had to do emergency seating, standing room. Like damn, I these niggas even, did the shit. I couldn't even get an invite. Yeah, me neither. Jesus and Merrill's on tour right now. Jesus and Merrill also coming to the Apollo. Shout out to uh, Noriega who the Drink Champs on tour. I, it's so weird like, me saying Noriega. I just introduced to Nori. Nori, yeah. And he's um, he got his Nori on the Run Eden. Oh, okay. I think I did hear about with that. complex. I think you told me about. Shout that. out to all the black people getting content and doing good shit out here. Word life. I don't know what else to say. Uh, Diddy, what, what, what Diddy and, and Jay Z doing? They always doing some shit, but oh, I don't know what yeah. to say. Um, what was I gonna say? But yeah, no, I just wanted to shout them out because shout to us, we on iHeart. Yes. So speaking of that, you can follow us on all of the platforms. <laughs> we are on now iHeart Radio, which I actually clicked on the other day, and I was like, this is kind of weird. Like, I kind of appreciate this. But yes, yeah, so iHeart Radio is our newest baby. Uh, as always, the old schools, the long and the strong. SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spreaker, Mixcloud, and Google Play. You can hit up Focus at Focus underscore JRJ. You can hit me up at underscore Hey Malcolm. You can always tweet along with us using the hashtag Fully Loaded Podcast. And you can email us at WakandaForever at (laughs) gmail.com. That's this week's show. We'll talk to you on two. Peace out. Now, where do you want to go? Wakanda or Zumunda? (laughs) Happy Black History Month. Oh, wait. One more thing. When your white co-worker walks up to you tomorrow, if you saw Black Panther, just... Right in their face. (laughs) All kinds of confused. I love us for real. Fucking colonizers.